What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero. I'm the host of the show. I'll be taking you on this journey into the yonder of conversation. We should have genuine conversations with each other to hopefully inspire real thoughts of your own and some kind of point of view that is very unique to your perspective, which is very unique to our world. And we need more of that. So if you like that kind of podcasting, you've come to the right place, my friend. Today, we have a very special guest, Antonio, I call him Tony, Padilla, my man. Met him at the local community college that we've been going to lately. Had some good-ass conversations. I like his stories. So I said, hey, bro, please come on. I would love to, you know, pick your brain. Pick mine, please, you know? And here we are. Thank you, Tony, for coming out, bro. I'm excited. Thank you, listener, for tuning in once again. I got those Symbiosis Now podcast stickers out there. If you want one, hit me up. I'll give them to you for free. And if there's any shot in hell that you like liking and sharing and subscribing to things, do it to this podcast. Add it to your list, my friend. So I hope you're ready for the journey, folks, because we're taking a walk into the yonder of conversation, all in hopes of gaining more symbiotic momentum towards a better tomorrow. Without further ado, we have Tony Padilla on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah, man, we just chilling with my folks, man, you know what I mean? Having a little fun while we taking a little 15, 20 minute break from the Ujo. Where are you from? Um, I'm, I'm from a place called Wonder Valley. Wonder Valley? And it's in Sanger, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's such a weird place. Like, if you didn't know this area, they'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is that even a real place? And like, it's not, it doesn't have its own zip code. It's in Sanger, okay. but that's what the valley's called that right. like I grew up in. That's and I was cool, up there forever, bro. I went to Dunlap School and shit up in the mountains. That's what's up. And then I went to Reedley High School. That's what's and then up. I ended up moving down here to go to college and work down here and shit. And I've just been stuck here ever since. No, I like it sure. though. Yeah, I, you know what, bro? Honestly, like, I used to fight wildfire, right? And, like, all the people that I met from, like, areas like that, like, out in the country, always really humble people, bro. You know what I mean? Down-to-earth kind of people, bro. And I, I learned to like people like that. You always? Know? Most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. 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 I mean, you, you always have your, you know, your bad seed in the bunch. Why do you think that is? <sighs> it's... Hmm, that's a good question, bro. It could be a lot of things, but... Why is that a common factor, or is that just what we put in our minds automatically because that's what the front gen- generally is? I live in the mountains, so I know what I'm talking about. You know? it's like, no, not necessarily, son. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, it's hard to say, bro, but it's just like, uh, you know, something about being out there in nature, bro, you know what I mean? All your life, it's like it humbles you. You don't, you're not around too much people. Like, you're in the valley. You see the ugly of a lot of things, you know, like being oh, yeah. in the cities and stuff. Oh, yeah. And kind of, I'm sure it rubs off on you, you know what I mean? I do. So, so, so when you're out there, bro, you're kind of just like you're in your immediate family, you know, wherever, whatever. I mean, and, and it just seems like I can't say because I've never grew up like that, you know, but a lot of the people that I met were real humble people, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like... Their fathers were always in the picture. You know, you come out here, you don't see that, bro. So it's more toxic and stuff. Like, I've met people on the fire line, and I've worked with people, you know, that they're 
oh, bro, my dad was a great man, you know, my dad was great to me, and, and it just rubs off on them, and I see that, and I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't have that, you know what yeah. I mean? And most of the people where I'm from, we didn't have that. So maybe it's just something for me, too, from coming from the ghetto or something, you know? But I get what you're saying. Yeah, maybe, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe like because city-raised city is, like, is, like, caged more it's yeah, more like sure. it's less free range like it's like the cage chickens right, you know right, right, and like right. living up in the mountains is like the free range kind of uh kind of because there's still police and shit don't yeah. even get it twisted like there's still sheriffs and shit oh for sure we used bro. to ride motorcycles all the time on our own property because they wouldn't let us ride on the road it was obviously not an on highway vehicle they're off highway vehicles mm-hmm but we would tear it up, bro, right? We'd make little jumps and shit. We'd eat shit sometimes, bro. I had friends break their fucking ankle out there before, like, you know. But, hey, it just it was fun, like, you know. But then after a while, we'd get noise complaints and shit from our neighbors. And I don't blame them, kind of. But at the same time, I thought we lived, like, 30 miles away from a city, like, For you know. Sure. But it's kind of a little niche spot up there. Right, right. There's a resort up there, That's you know. Yeah. And then it's like uh, when my parents moved up there, it was like there wasn't that many people up there. Mm, it okay. was less, way less houses, and so, so I, I get why they thought it was why it was a good place. But now there's a lot more houses there. There's a lot more people that live there. Right. That's and where that shooting happened too. Right? What shooting? The one where the Ridley cop got killed over there around the corner from that that one store right there. As soon as you hit the no, I mean that's just right there off of, in Minkler. Oh, that's okay. Minkler. yeah, that's right. That's, that's, right. A, that's a small so, little spot. So Wonder Valley's a little bit farther. What, oh, it's way north? further, yeah. I mean, technically, because oh, okay. you have to go all the way through Tyree Valley, go up towards the Kings River, kind of, and, and you oh, cut, off, okay. cut off north east-ish or some shit, southeast oh, okay, of the river. Sure, yeah, I was kind of getting confused with that little area right there. But that's what's up, bro. So so, so you guys moved there from when you were I don't know. No, I just, I was born there. Oh, you My were parents born there. got out of Fresno because they were raised in bad parts of Fresno. My oh, dad grew up okay. on like Belmont, eh? Like, yeah. you know, he sure. used to have to run from Mexican dudes. That's how he described it. And he's like, I don't know why. Like, I moved in, you know, into this house on Belmont with my mom and tried to go to school. And all of a sudden they're like, Jimmy. And then he's like, what's up? And all of a sudden they just start rushing. fucking rushing him with knives sometimes, bro. He wow, would run. And then he said over the years, once he was like a teenager more, they respected him more. And I think it's because he had to get in a fight once or twice with a few of them. Yeah, for sure. And that's fucking crazy, huh? Yeah, and see, that's the thing. But bro. that's it's that's like what I didn't have bro. to experience. He yeah, did, though. That's good. Then maybe yeah. it's, he did it for the right reasons to move you guys out of you know town and stuff and get you guys out to the cuts. I mean, there was always disagreements with kids at school. There was always fights and shit. But it wasn't yeah. like... It wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd have to walk out my door and be like, fuck. I didn't have to think about, like, an animal being there because it's pretty tame. Right, right, I mean, it could happen. Right. I could tell you some stories about being out at night up there. It's sketch, (laughs) right? You're like, what is that? That sounds bipedal. Like, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) I bet. Then you hear in the distance, oh, like like you hear Native American call, I swear, some shit in the background. Like, what the fuck? Some guy's probably out there all drunk. No, but there's a spot out there that does have, it's we called the Indian rock because Mm -hmm. it would have holes in the rock where they would grind down the acorns and whatever. They would, you know, make their masas type shit and stuff right by the creek. Where it used to be part of the King's River, but once they dammed it, it doesn't have as much flow. Right. It's called Mill Creek. Called Mill Creek. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's what's up. That's cool, bro. You see, like all up and down that creek, right bro. There. All up and down. You can go all the way up to Marimani. I swear, because I have a friend that has property right there. Mill uh-huh. Creek goes through his property, and that's all along that pro- that that creek, uh-huh. there are grindstones and certain rocks that a geologist maybe would say took a long time, like thousands of years of grinding, Damn. for them to be like nine inches deep that's or some crazy. shit. Yeah, it's like even tight. if someone all day they're saying was grinding it with another stone, mm-hmm. 
by hand, with not a machine, right? right. It would have taken like thousand years or some shit, or like hundreds of years. So like this was pre-white man. Right? This yeah. is pre-white man coming here, like and colonizing this shit. You know yeah, what I mean? For, for sure. sure. That's like ancient artifact kind of type stuff. You know? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. That's cool, man. I. Uh, it's interesting when you hear about things that are so close to us that are like that. You know? Yeah. I used to work. <laughs> Hell yeah. I had a funny story. <laughs> Uh, because I used to fight fire, right? So I used to work over there in Lake Isabella. You know where that area is at? Kind of. Going by Bakersfield. Okay. You go east into their mountains, and we stumbled across the same thing. Well, what we thought was the same thing, right? So we get up there, we're fighting this fire, and uh, we start finding holes in the in the uh, in these big ass granite rocks, right? Is it okay if I? Cuss a little bit? Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, bro. Hell sure. yeah. I didn't know if I had to filter myself. I think the audience loves that shit. Okay. No <laughs> bars, bro. That's so, what we do here. I'm not I'm not that much of a great storyteller, though, by the way, just to throw that out there. But I remember we seen, like, these holes in these granite rocks, bro, and we're like, oh, shit, you know, these the Indians were living here, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And we're over here coming up with our own conclusions, and my captain's like, you guys are idiots, bro. <laughs> He's like, this is what the, you know, when they make the roads, bro, they used to stick dynamite. In, in uh, granite rocks, right? To yeah, knock yeah. off like a piece of the road, right? They would stick dynamite. And what they would do is they would drill holes into these big ass boulders that are made out of granite, right? And then like they would stick, they would drill holes like a straight line and then they would stick dynamite in there and then they would break that off. They would, they would, um, explode it or whatever you know and then it would break off and make like the road that's how they were able to pave the roads that's why you see like you're on the side of a cliff or something and then there's a road there you know they like to cut that off or whatever you know they just uh they would stick dynamite in those rocks and yeah it was crazy so all of those holes that you saw were not actually native american holes yeah no they were and where were they they were by creeks and shit yeah well there's a river. always um, no, no, no. Um, because I've seen them not by like the creek though. Like, well, I mean, like, wherever well, there's a road. Not necessarily what I mean by the creek. Of course, connected to the creek because, like I said, mm -hmm. like all up and down it, bro. But like places where there ain't no roads, or right. I mean, maybe there was because they put fucking telephone pole and they needed some concrete real quick. Right, right. But I right. doubt it. I don't know, man. Because some of the shit I've seen, yeah. you know, especially when I went to my buddy's property up in Marimani. Uh huh. Shout out to Joseph Hunter. He fucking showed me some shit. His dad was all into it. He was showing me like tools, bro, like that they basically found. Like it was seriously, clearly chiseled by man. I have like an arrowhead here that I found at Big Sur, bro. Okay. I fucking love Big Sur. And I, I was on a cliff, bro, and I found a little arrowhead. No doubt, that's arrowhead. Or it was attempted to be. Right. And it wasn't by chance. It wasn't by the oceans, right. you know, grinding down or anything. This was like chiseled with some other kind of shit. Wow, like, look, you crazy. can see it almost, right. right? And then you can usually see it like formed to a pattern that's like perfect to the hand. Like wow. a hand tool or some shit. Some so places shit. where like white men may have interrupted a lot of things, but then after that point, thousands of years could have went by <clears throat> since the last human being held that tool in their hand right. and it ended up being covered with thousands of years of dirt and debris. Right. And some when you find something like that, it's like, that. holy shit. No, bro. I got this crazy ass fucking story, right? Okay. So when I was firefighting, another one fire stories, right? We yeah. Were, uh, we went to, um, we ended up in Lincoln County, kind of in New Mexico. That's where the whole Billy the Kid thing went down. Oh, you know, okay, we went okay, to okay, yeah. We went to the whole museum and everything as a crew. That's dope. Okay, so right there in that area, bro, the elevation is real high, right? It's we were fighting fire in mountains that were like ten thousand feet above sea level. Shit. So we're way up there, right? And we hit this spot, bro, on this mountain, and. Uh, Craziest thing ever, bro. We start finding seashells, bro. I shit oh, you not. Shit. Seashells all over this mountain, oh, bro. Shit. We're like, what the fuck? 
Like, there's, we're 10,000 feet above sea level, bro. There ain't no oceans out here. You know, this is New Mexico in the middle of land, bro. Yeah. In the middle of the U.S. Right. And we're finding seashells, bro. And then the weirdest thing about it, bro, is that they have, like, this little red coat over them. Like, this, like, a little red dye. I don't know. Maybe it could have been the retardant, you know, because sometimes when we're oh, fighting okay. fires. yeah, yeah. They dropped that retarded stuff. It's like a powder that. I get what you but mean. But I doubt I've it. I, I don't think it was that, bro. But okay. yeah, bro, we're finding seashells up there. And we all started coming up with our own conclusions. Like some guys were like, "Oh, it was during the whole Noah's Ark thing," you know, and that and that's if you believe in that stuff. Me, I kind of really don't believe in. But the fact is, there was ocean there, bro. Yes, bro. So it doesn't like, matter it's if like it's connected to religion or not. Yeah, bro. the fact I, is, there yes. was ocean there. Yes, and look at white sands plates moving. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some other guy was like, "Yeah, bro, maybe oh, it was tectonic, tectonic plates, yeah. you know, over years." That shit right there, bro, must have been millions of years old, bro. You know how they say like the. All the continents have shifted over years and like very dramatically, right? Yeah. That could have been something like that, but yeah, it was a crazy mystery, bro. Well, New Mexico, white sands, New Mexico. Did you ever see that? No. Bro, it's dunes, like Pismo dunes, bro, uh -huh. but it's white. Wow. It's made out of gypsum, yeah. which is made from the ocean from rising the ocean. And, and, and dropping, rising and dropping over a wow. fucking long time. That's like the... So that shit was for sure. It, the yeah. ocean extended over a lot of different parts yeah. that we don't even realize. See, we're wild. so we're so used to being out here in these flatlands, bro. And when you go out to places like that, like, even like kind of how you're saying, you know, and you start discovering those things, it's just like, man, you at least you are scratching your head, you know. Well, even up 180, bro. Like uh -huh. you know, go to Roads End and shit. Certain places like that are high, high. And you go hiking on certain trails that are like high elevation, like you said. Uh -huh. The trees look different, bro. They oh, look yeah, like prehistoric. They look like dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, land yeah. looks less touched. Right, right. It's almost pristine looking. It's fucking weird. It's like you're on another planet. Yeah, and I want to go on like the John Muir Trail. I haven't, but I've heard. Oh, certain okay. places along that trail are Pacific Crest Trail. Uh, I've Those, heard of the Pacific Crest Right. But certain spots I hear and I've seen pictures because people at least take pictures now and you can see it instantaneously. Right. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It seems like that. It literally by the photographs, like, dude, this doesn't even look like a real place. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know Have what I mean? Have you heard of like how the Pacific Crest Trail is? Like, there's people that live up and down that thing, bro. There's people that hitchhike up it, up and down. I know that, that there's people that pack goods up to those people for their pit stops too so they have more oh, supplies man. on the road. Bro, trip out on this, right? When I was, uh, when I was on on the wild on the fire crew right um one one day like we weren't we weren't on a fire but part of our assignment was to go and clean up that trail right oh well, i guess there was a landowner that owned like his land the pacific crest trail went over his land and he didn't like people walking over it right so uh what he did bro he literally got like little cups little dixie cups and he put cement bro with nails sticking upwards yeah, bro, and he planted them all over the Holy ground. Holy shit, I, bro. I think somebody had stepped on one or something, bro, and then they discovered it, and then they, they, they called the LEOs, which is what the federal law enforcement officers are called, you know, which is short for law enforcement officer, LEOs. Yeah, yeah. And then they were telling us, yeah, that this guy had set a bunch of booby traps, bro. Because he didn't want people walking, which is very fucking illegal. Bro, <laughs> that's like, it's like, that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like, maybe that's a cover, though. What if he did get a few people and he yeah, fucking kept them sure. in a little little storage container down the hill under some <laughs> trees, bro? Because <laughs> that shit happens, bro. Oh, I've seen, sure. you know, we've all seen the shit on ID or whatever on the channels, on the YouTube, yeah, bro. It's crazy because we're out there with LEOs and stuff and they were telling us that, you know, there's people like that. Just live on that Pacific Crest Trail, bro, and they just like hike it. Sometimes they have like, and, and when you're talking to a cop, bro, everybody's a suspect. You know what I mean? For sure. Like that's how they look. They even looked at us like suspects, bro. And uh, and sometimes we were. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, and uh, and I'll tell you why in a bit. But so uh, 
Yeah, he said that there's people walking up and down that trail, and sometimes they would pull them over, bro, and they ID them. You know, they check them for their stuff. They check them for warrants, bro. There's sometimes there's people that live, they'll kill somebody, bro, and then they'll literally spend, like, as much time as they can just hitchhiking up and down that trail, bro. So they Which actually said, time. Yeah, yeah, try not to get caught, bro. So I, it's crazy, bro, that little Pacific Hey, what's, if someone did that, though, what's to say they don't find a hitchhiker? That sketches me out, bro. Yeah, or like a, hike, sure. a hiker, I mean, because I hike, bro. That sketches me out if there yeah. was like, instead of it being like a bear like I saw one time, it's just a human and they're trying to fuck me up. Yeah. I'd yeah. fucking fuck that human up, but I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, sure. it's, if they catch you off guard, you're hiking, bro. Yeah. The fuck? All of a sudden, someone comes out of nowhere. And they're like, I'm going to get more blood until they find me. Yeah, they're crazy-ass sure. people, bro. If they're is, down bro. to live out Especially there. Especially out there in the sticks like if that, If they're out bro. there, and they're, what are they eating? Yeah. Like, you know, for, for how long? <laughs> I mean, either way, for how long? There's not right. food. They're not, they don't have orchards that they're growing fucking tree crops and shit. Right, for sure. You know? Have you ever seen, like, some crazy shit out there? Like, you say you've gone hunting and stuff I, like that? No, dude, honestly, oh, I've, never, I've never hunted no. other than, like, gophers and fucking rabbits and squirrels. Oh, okay. Because they were a nuisance where I lived growing up. But, oh, yeah. Free game. Yeah, but it was also because they would dig holes in everything and eat through everything and it'd fuck everything up. And so they were overpopulated in that region, so right. that's what you do. But I've never actually went hunting. Okay. Me and my buddy went hunting once, right? And uh, we went over there. We were, we were firefighters on that same crew, and we were stationed over there at Lake Isabella. And um, it, actually, there's this little town called Kernville. That's where our station was at. And uh, we decided to go hunting. He went and got a deer tag. You know, me, honestly, bro, I'm not even allowed to carry a gun. But he gave me his AR and he took like a 308 or something, you know. And uh, I'm not allowed to carry a gun either, bro. Yeah, for sure. And then I was like, we're good, you know. We're way out here. We went, we found this trail, bro. And we must have walked up it like maybe an hour and a half. And then we 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 came into the, like this little valley, and we parked right in the middle, bro. There was like some brush right there, and we parked right there, and we stayed there. And we were like, we're gonna chill right here. We're gonna get fucked up, and then we're gonna wake up like at four in the morning, you know, when the sun's coming out, you know. Hopefully that's when we find deer. And uh, we're like, bro, this is a big-ass valley, bro. I'm talking about maybe like a mile or two wide, right, in each way. So it's a big-ass valley. And, uh, you know, the sun's coming out, whatever. It's like 5 in the morning. And uh, we see a couple of does. We don't see any bucks. So we're like, oh, fuck, you know. And then out of nowhere, bro, just as the sun is rising on the far eastern side, bro. So fucking that way, you yeah. know what I mean? We fucking swear to God, bro, there's like a man coming up a fucking over the fucking ridge, bro, into the valley, bro. Coming like from walking? Fucking who knows where, yes, bro. It Did was, he have any gear? No, bro. Naked? No, he wasn't naked. He was clothed? He was clothed. He had like a white t-shirt and white pants, bro. And he was like speed walking. But I, you know what I mean? It's crazy, bro. You see some fucking people out there like fuck. doing weird shit like that. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Bro, even you know over I mean? here behind Reedley College, behind the farm right there, mm -hmm. I go running over there, right? Yeah, One time too. I was running, bro. Mm -hmm. Sketch. I come around the corner, right? And I hear something. And it sounds like like Latin, like, like fucking sketchy, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just keep running. Because at that time, I didn't listen to music. I just go naked. Like, no, no headphones, I mean. Like, not naked, but like, you know, no headphones, no music. Just try to keep myself motivated, right? Mm -hmm. But then you hear things. And you're actually more aware, which is probably what it should be like. Because sometimes when you're running down there at dark, what if there's a fucking, like, bobcat or some shit that wants right. to fuck you up? Like, I don't know. Do we get that out here? Like, bobcats? And I don't know. Shit? I'm sure there's a few out there, but, I mean, right. they're probably not aggressive. And then definitely, I mean, maybe not down at this level, but coyotes right. could be out there and you shit. Just, I don't but know. You never know. Like, hungry. You I don't fucking know. What if right. someone left their fucking panther out there and it's... Right. There's it's, cat haven right here. You never know. I mean, I've seen some sketchy shit down there. But the point was is I was running, and all of a sudden this guy's, like, doing this, oh, you know. And then I come around the corner, and he stops. <laughs> and, and, he's, and I run in. 
And I just go, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, hi, how are you? Like, you know, he was like Asian dude. Oh, and like, didn't that's it, right? It didn't sound like he had a deep voice either, right? So that's why I, what I was hearing was like, oh, like super deep, right. like it sketchy, like meditating or something. Maybe, though. and then that's what I hoped it was. But then I was like, what if he's also like a singer and he's just like opening just, his yeah. deep chords or some shit, right, like right, you know? Right. But either way, sketched me out right, because right. sometimes, like another story where I we went down to the river, we were coming back out of the river, sun was coming down. It was me and Allison, mm-hmm. my wife. We were down by the river. We were coming back out of the, right next to the water. And we saw someone coming down the trail towards the water. But then they saw us and they turned around. It was like a dude, real tall, uh, shirt tucked in, cowboy hat with his dog, though, with like a lab retriever, like, you know, or something. Or like a, like a canine, eh? Like a, like a fucking canine. Like a, uh, That's weird like that he a turned around German though, right? shepherd, you know what I mean? Yeah, but all of a sudden they turned around, right? Mm-hmm. And then they walked back. But we weren't that far behind him. And we saw it was getting dark, so we were kind of, we I walk fast and shit, so we're kind of on the move, you know. And uh, we come we come around the corner, and then that guy's nowhere to be seen, bro. What? And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then we keep walking in, and I'm like on high alert because I'm like, yo, where the fuck did that guy go? And then we got hella closer to like the haystacks, and we're almost back up towards the road, wherever we're trying to get back to to the mm-hmm. apartments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Allison finally goes, "Hey, where'd that guy go?" And I go, "That guy wasn't real." I think he was a ghost, you know? Because it was weird, bro. And then you hear about other things. We've had, I mean, I tripped mushrooms down there one time by the river. It was a sketchy scenario because all of a sudden I had this old lady with a little girl come up and, like, ask me what I'm on or some shit, like, and ask for some. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this crackhead-looking bitch with her little daughter asking me if I, am I that fucked up? Like, (laughs) dude, I don't know. I don't even know if that person was real. Wow. You know, but then later Allison was like, "Yeah, no, I saw her too." And I'm like, "Did you though?" Yeah. And even I if she did, was she real? Imagination. I don't yeah, know, bro. Sure. I'm telling you, it's the like trees were upside down. I was tripping, so it <laughs> doesn't yeah, matter. No, for sure, bro. It's it's man, this world is a twist, bro. It's like the more you learn by about water, things. they say spirits stop by water, don't they? Like That's in superstitious, right? Like they yeah. say spirit. I don't know. Yeah, you I try to turn the cheek on that stuff, bro. Because, yeah, for um, sure. I grew up like that, you know, like into like superstition stuff. Or well, it's crazy because in the house that I was raised in, bro, where my room was at, the old owner hung himself, bro. What? In my room, bro. Fuck. Right? Yeah. So we would see some fucking crazy ass shit, bro. I I can't say I seen him ever. You know what I mean? But there was this one time, bro, where I was having a fucking dream, right? That it used to be the washroom. My room used to be the washroom, and that's where the old man had hung himself in. Then they converted it into my room for me to sleep in there. And I was having a dream, bro, that I was walking into that room before it was my room. It was actually still a laundry room. And I'm walking in there, right? And I just feel something grab me and just, and I feel everything in the room being chucked at me. It felt so fucking surreal, bro. I'm like, oh shit. And I run out of there, bro. And I could feel it pulling me back into my, into the laundry room, right? And I wake up, bro, in a fucking sweat, bro. I rarely ever dream like this, bro, where I wake up in a sweat. But I wake up in real life in a sweat and I'm in that room, bro. And I'm fucking, my heart's pounding, bro. I think I've only had two dreams like that ever in my whole life. You know, that one and another one. And, I, and I'm sitting outside of that room, bro, because that room had a door to outside. And I'm just like fucking just trying to catch my breath. I think I stayed and I sat on the side of the road, bro, on the, on the sidewalk until the sun came out, you know. So things like that I've come across, you know, me and my sister. Uh, That's sketch, be, bro. My parents, they worked in the fields, right? And, and, bro, everybody in the neighborhood, bro, everybody that grew up in that block right there would 
tell me, bro, like, hey, yeah, you guys bought the house? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know your house is haunted, right? Like, yeah, fucking the old man hung himself there. You know, when we're little kids, my girl, my, my ex-father-in-law, my BM's dad was raised across the street. He told me, he's like, bro, I remember walking to school early in the morning and the old man was hanging right there, bro. Right where your room's at, he was fucking hanging right there. So like, oh shit, you know? So that's what we're being told by everybody, bro. There was times what? where we came out of our rooms one, one, one morning. My parents were gone. They went to go work in the fields and uh, we heard something boom in the kitchen just moving, bro. Boom, like making a loud bed noise. So we both step out and we kind of meet each other in the hallway and we're like, what the is that you know and we walk into the kitchen bro and i shit you not like this was an old beat up house right so the drawer was pulled out it wasn't on those rollers that they usually are you know how you pull out a drawer and it's on the yeah, rollers yeah, and stuff? Mean, yeah, yeah it wasn't on one of those bro but the the drawer was pulled out halfway and it's just doing this boom boom like bro lifting up by itself bro there's you no seen fucking cat bro, fucking i eyes. shit you not I call my sister. Sometimes I get my sister I feel on the you, phone. Uh, I, I, when I tell people this story, bro, I'll be like, let me call my sister. My sister, bro, works at the county jail, bro, Tulare County Jail. She's not a bullshitter. She's not a meth head, never did drugs, whatever, you know? She'll fucking corroborate the story with me, bro, and say, yes, I fucking, we both seen that shit, you know? I swear to God, bro, and like, we seen this shit just boom, boom, boom. We're like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't know what to do, you know, what to make of it. This was like pre-cell phones, you know? So we just went back into our rooms. We fucking got dressed and we went out the other back door, you know? And then when we came back home, there was nothing ever, you know, it stopped, whatever. So like, shit like that, you know? But through life, bro, I've kind of chosen to close out those kind of things and kind of shut those kinds of things, you know, like, ah. So, like, if I'm at home, bro, and something moves or something, you know, I try to find a more scientific meaning, you know, like the Earth's vibrating, you know, or something, you know, yeah. how the Earth vibrates and shit, and Earth's always turning. And For stuff. sure. I try to, like, find some logical reason of why that is, you know, like, ah, it's nothing, you know, I just, or, or I kind of now that I, I guess, education more as, you know, I've been getting myself educated, I try to, Say, like, if it is something weird, it's, like, something interdimensional, you know what I mean? Like, there's other dimensions, like, Overlaid. shadow people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. I try to find a more scientific meaning to it, bro. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that up that alley more too often, bro. Yeah, Like, that sure. things are, like, like, I, like, that's what I've always felt about, like, UFOs or yeah, aliens. Sure. Like, they may just live in, like, an adjacent frequency, you could say almost, that maybe we don't see. Yeah. Sure. You know, that's another part of our world that we don't even acknowledge. Right, that we, could right. you could you, could you even know if it was alien or not? Because we don't even know it. For you sure. know what I mean? And it's so like tabby. all the frequencies in the air, even or whatever the fuck. Like yeah. we can't tune into a dog whistle. Like we can't hear that. Right. right. It's a prime example. Like we can't hear AM or FM radio without the, the tuner that tunes into that frequency. Right. On, without that, we don't actually hear any of those waves. But they're out there all right. the time. Right. For sure. So like, what's to say like if there were aliens or ghosts? Right. Someone would say or whatever the fuck this yeah. superstitious fucking. Vibe and if it is, is something like that, I, I think it's more something interdimensional. You know what I mean? Like other dimensions crossing or something weird like that, bro. And plus, say, our world's fucking weird. Yeah, like it. Sure. I feel like. Science, the one thing I don't like about it, that people use it and wield it as a weapon and almost use like what the data dictates or what the data says they use to dictate some kind of agenda based off of the science that you could say anything off of. And instead it becomes like if it's not scientific, it's fucking out the door. Yeah. Because we come from a very superstitious background as humans. Yeah. So I think a lot of us revert and when we see superstition, we think, oh, how primal. (laughs) How old school. Like, you know. But also we're still reckoning with the superstitious and the scientific. Right. You know, we're in that great uh, awakening. 
Right, still. Sure. Do you think we'll ever get to that? I mean, I don't want me to sound too. Well, terrible. obviously, right now, there's a huge, like, everyone thinks science. It's science, you know, the data, da, 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 da. but it's like, yeah, but how that data is interpreted is like statistics. It can be interpreted a lot of different ways. Right. Just yeah. like someone can write a report, yeah. you know, bad one or good one about the employee or the person or whatever. Yeah, for you sure. know? Yeah. It's perspective, I guess. A lot of this stuff is, you know, it's the way you see things and other people see things, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a damn trip. For sure. But I do have a bone to pick with our fucking medical field. A little bit. Like, I think that I respect the fuck out of nurses, doctors, all that shit, right? We all do, right? Especially with the pandemic. We're all, like, fucking kneeling down. Like, we understand, like, they're dealing with people with COVID. They're dealing with a bunch of shit while COVID's going on. They're not getting paid more, a lot of them. But I also feel like systematically what I'm going to talk about is the issue. Systematically. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily one one doctor, one physician, one nurse. One waiting waiting room host, you know, it's it's the system because I went to the doctor recently because I feel like I don't know what it is. My heart or something kind of weird and shit. And I feel like I felt it since I got covid last December. So like a year ago, you know, and when I the vaccine recently, I did. But I got I got I got covid apparently in like December of 2020. And. Well, that's when I tested positive for it. And I kept working because the employer I had at the time had me just work, but it was because I was alone outside every day. It was freezing cold through December. But like I I felt like kind of not that great, but I was just working hard all day, shoveling fucking dirt, moving shit, putting tables together out of cutting pieces of wood and making tables, bro, and shit like that, right? Like putting the greenhouses up. And like, so I was all hot and shit all day anyways. I wouldn't even really notice. I was exhausted every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just kind of rode through it because I'm a healthy young dude, maybe. Right. But after that, like within like a month or two, I feel like I just felt like there was like this pressure on my chest. Like I couldn't breathe real deep, deep breath. And it's like, I can still breathe. I can still run. I can still work out. I can still do shit. But I just feel like something's like a little, a little off in the left part of my chest too. Like, I don't know if it's my pectoralis was torn, right. like or some muscle in that area. Right, right. Or like, cause it feels like I can't touch it. I can't massage that feeling out. Right. You know, I feel like it's sub rib cage. Yeah. Like, you know, and it could be a number of things. I don't even know. Right. Like, and I don't know. I'm, I smoke. And I smoke pot, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, some, it, like that, yeah. yeah. Like the water could be fucking anything. Real, it, it, sure. I drink a lot of water. Like, you know, it could be like I take too many vitamins. Maybe I'm overdoing it, but I don't take too many. I feel like I take a good little balance, but right. I'm going to start like taking things a little less and see how I'm doing. Right. I got blood work done. The point is I go to the doctor. I'm in there. I feel like they're just kind of like, well, we don't know what to tell you because it's like it's a weird thing to say, but it's like, I don't know, man. I wouldn't come here. I haven't been to the doctor in like two years because I've been deathly afraid of going to the doctor's office where apparently everyone that's sick goes to. And I don't want to wait in the waiting room for two hours. I don't want to fucking do that. It's stupid. I I thought we were supposed to not be there right now. I thought Omicron shutting everything down and everyone has serious reverence. But instead, I feel like it's like, you know, I'm going to wait in the truck. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we have plenty of seats. It's like, yeah, but I think that should be – I didn't tell them this, but I feel like it should be recommended. That if, if you want to take a seat, like if you got dropped off here or some shit, don't wait in the cold and shit outside. But like right now, just if you could wait in your car, we'll call you and you can come in. Like that'd be great because I don't want to wait in there for two hours, bro. Well, that's how it was last year when I would go. Like I have established care, bro. So I'm always going to the doctor and getting checked out, getting my blood work done. And like that's how that's it was up. last year. Like um, you would wait in your car and then they would call you, you know, now it's more relaxed and stuff. But uh, Which is good, but it's also like the fear mongering on the news is not real from, yeah, my, from sure. my perspective. Yeah. Like, you know, like in the sense of where even those in those positions can't take it that seriously. 
you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. It's bro. over the top, bro. It's it's hard. But yeah, whatever. That's just opinion, whatever. But the, the, we know the healthcare system is, you know, heavy. So, yeah, so what but, happened? But also, like, I'm just trying to fucking get my shit checked out. And I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe she'll fill me up. Like, fill me up and stuff and tell me, like, oh, is it hurt there? And I'm like, no, or well, yes, or whatever. Um, but we were just asking questions. So then she's like, well, I want to do an EKG, which is like they put little stickers all over you that, and they put the wires on you. Mm-hmm. And then they, they like – like listen to your heartbeat basically but with a machine who can de- which can detect any little faulty thing or whatever right because mm-hmm. she was listening to me with like the stethoscope and shit and she was like no you sound good you know um you're healthy you know all these things we're gonna get blood work done and stuff too because we got this akg and the doctor said that it could be like she says it all fast like it could be like a t da 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 with a arrhythmia real fast and i'm just like wait what like what does that mean and then she just like uh you got to go get your blood work done and a chest x-ray at the hospital right now. And I'm like, okay. So now I'm all concerned. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, and if, if that blood test comes back and has troponin in it, you have to go to the ER right away. And I was like, okay. I'm like, okay. Well, I got this then. Fuck. Thank you. Yeah. Then I leave. And then I realize I don't get like a copy of any of those those results. Uh-huh. I just get like a, that I was there, my blood pressure, my weight, all the stuff I pretty much know. Yeah. yeah. You know. Basics. Uh, and, and then so, like, I go over to the hospital now, and they're like, oh, well, we can't take your insurance here for the blood work. And I'm like, oh. Fuck. They're like, well, we have a place in Sanger. And I'm like, okay, that's not too far, but fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. And they're like, but we can do the chest x-ray. And I go, right on. I'm going to go wait in my truck. Please give me a call when, when it's ready. I don't want to. Like, there was some people in there. There was a bunch of people in there. Then I seen a nurse, like, come in off her break, bro. No mask. Just come in. Walk through. And it's cool, but I thought everyone in the healthcare system was overwhelmed, like we hear on the media. Right, right. It does. Right. It's not what I'm seeing in reality. Yeah. It hasn't been a lot right. the last two is years. A lot different you know, it is. And maybe it's just right. where we are, Tony. But I, I think it's also like a lot of places, you know. Sure. But I like the laxness. I don't want people to be for, feel forced to comply with any of this stuff. Okay. I just think it's interesting. So that's where you sit like, you on know, with this. Like, I, you think it's overblown. You I know, think it's. I think it's not necessary to go to these levels and make everyone get shots, make everyone wear a mask. When honestly, sure, we're bro. still hell. Everyone's already gotten it by now, practically. Yeah, and, sure. You know, and it's it's terrifying. Even vaccinated or not, that's the terrifying part. People are making jokes and memes about how, man, if I might as well not have even gotten the shot. Yeah. Like, you know, I got the exemption. I'll tell you right now, bro. I got the religious exemption right yeah. now at the college. So I don't. I because I don't agree with it. You know. Yeah. I don't feel like. Uh, I feel like maybe the vaccine thing isn't. That bad. We'll like, talk it's not about that. Kill you or anything we'll talk like about that. that. But all okay. I'm saying is I'm at the doctor right, and then so then I go get blood, and, mm-hmm. and then then uh, so then no, they take my chest X-ray. I wait in my truck for like another hour. So it's like, man, I'm I'm taking off of work. I told my my work my coworkers like, yo, I'm gonna go handle this. I don't know how long it'll be, but I'll come back after, mm-hmm. you know. But so it ended up being like four or five hours of my time, bro. So like I worked like a half a shift maybe, you know. But I just handled it. It's all good. Drove to Sanger, then get there. She goes, did you fast? And I go. No, they told oh, me to come shit. here right now yeah, yeah, yeah. for the blood work. Right? Yeah. yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, honey, you have to fast." And I'm like, yeah. "What?" And like, I was about, like, not about to cry, but I looked at her all sad with the mask on, like <laughs> so she can't see this. my face, but yeah. I'm just like my eyes, like you know what? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "We can still do it." And I'm like, "All right, is it gonna fuck anything up?" And she's like, <laughs> "No, we can know. still do it." <clears throat> like whatever, she wants to take my money. All right. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't have no money. It's Medi-Cal, bro. Yeah, I'm broke I'm the, as fuck. I'm in the same boat in a river of shit, bro. But anyway, so then she she takes my blood, and I fucking hate needles, but here, neither here nor there, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was chill. And then I'm like, okay, going to get the results in a couple of days. I got to check up on Saturday mm-hmm. where I'm off from work. My Saturday, 
man, I need to fucking use that for doing a lot of other things. But I know like I got to go back to the doctor to get my results. I don't know why they can't call me with the results. But at the same time, I kind of want to see the results so I can understand it more than just over the phone. But anyways, and if I, you feel a little something weird in your heart, bro, you got to prioritize. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's good. Know? Like, yeah, I, sure. if it's just me and my anxieties or whatever the fuck that affect me at times, because like I have a lot of motivation, and if I don't put it somewhere, sometimes it turns into sadness and weird shit. Right. But generally, I have That's a lot right. of motivation, and if I'm not doing anything with it, that feeling does get worse. Whatever that feeling way, is, you know what I mean. Sure. And I'd like to think I'm fine, but I mean, over years of abusing myself, kind of. Um, having panic attacks. I used to get like kind of like I was really not doing well for a long time. That a lot of people I don't think know that, mm-hmm. but people close to me definitely do. Right, you know, sure. yeah. but like you know, yeah. And uh, I think we've all gone through. Yeah, I think so too. I'm just like I. I it's interesting because a lot of people I think sometimes they they think more so that it's just about them though. But right, I accept sure. that I think a part of what would make me sad too was that everyone else would go through it too and that's not my burden to deal with but it's just like dang we're all in this and we desperately don't know how to even help each other yeah, you know sure. shit's fucked up yeah. but anyways doctor office communication though is good bro like this whole new wave of people doing this kind of stuff podcasting oh i think so too bro i think communication is the greatest thing just talking to other people bro really 100 it releases like endorphins and you know serotonin and oxytocin in your brain bro and I think that's key, bro. That brings down your stress level. hundred yeah. percent. You think a doctor or physician would know that though? Because like, I'm not talking shit on this this physician, well, but I'm just saying the whole it, thing is not good. So I'm there, and today I come and I'm waiting in the waiting room, bro. Like I wait in my truck. They call me in. They put me in a room for like an hour, bro. And I'm starting to feel crazy because you're just sitting in a room with like no pictures on the wall. <laughs> I, there's, I guess, there's only one option. I can just get on my phone, but I'm tired of fucking looking at Instagram. Yeah, I don't sure. look at it for two hours. Like, or TikTok. I don't want to just keep fucking doing that for hours. You know, I'm just sitting in here. It's like, why didn't you just have me wait out there? You know, I could have fucking, I could have went shopping at Ace Hardware real quick. And then you guys call me, you know what I mean? Shit, if it you could have told me, oh, it might be a while though. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just come back in a little bit. Or like, I'll be right across the street. So I'll come running right when you call me. I won't lag, you know? Yeah, gotcha. But those things like are not like acceptable, I guess. So then I'm, I, I, and then someone comes in and they go, oh, I'm moving you to another room. And I'm like, fuck. But I didn't say that, but I'm like, okay. And then I'll go in there. And then she's like, you're next, okay? And then closes the door and I'm like, fuck, I think she's lying kind of. Maybe even if she's not lying, it's not true. I already know. Because then I hear I hear people going down the hall, bro. I hear different doors going, hello, Maria. Hello, Tom. Like, you know, whatever. Like, fuck, people talking. Ah, I know, right? I'm just like, what the fuck? And then it's giving me anxiety, bro, anyways. And I'm just like, how could no <laughs> one consider that, like, this guy might have some heart palpitations or something. And now he's just locked in that room. But that's normal. That's the one thing I have to gripe systematically about the medical field is everything has to be so secluded, which I get for like confidentiality and privacy, but it's also like, fuck man, it's kind of cold. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's well to put someone in there. Like what if I was having like suicidal thoughts or some shit, like they fucking just put you in a room, like, you know, it's fucking weird. Like, you know, but anyways, then she comes in, gives me, she comes in to get on the computer, give me my results and goes, they didn't test you for troponin. And I go, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, so hours I'm waiting and I'm like, what? Like, didn't even test my blood for what I went down to get blood tested. And, and then she's like, hold on, let me go see if they, if they just didn't put it in yet. So then I'm like, okay. And then she closes the door and I like 30 minutes go by and I'm like, no way, dude, is this happening right now? I'm the last person in there. I opened the door. So I'm like, I gotta get some air, man. Like I have a mask on. I'm freaking out in here. Like, you know, so I didn't say that, but I just opened the door and I kind of looked down the aisle. 
And then I noticed there's something in the slot right there. It's my, with my name on it. It's the blood work. I'm like, fuck, give me this. Like, I'm, I don't care. If, I don't have to wait for you. It's my results. I'm not looking at someone else's shit. And I'm looking at it. And then I'm seeing, okay, my shit looks pretty good. Everything's good. You know what I mean? And then here she comes finally. Just what timing, you know? And I get it because maybe they had to get it and it took a while. But I mean, tell me that. I don't fucking know. Just tell me that. I, I could reason with that. Uh-huh. But also, when something's wrong, it's like, should I just, I don't want to just go to the emergency room, but I also want to kind of be like communicated with. Like you were just saying. Yeah. Like it's a, so much more of an enjoyable and understanding experience. So finally, she comes back and she starts telling me everything's good. Your potassium's not high. That could have caused this thing in the little EKG thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But like I don't still don't understand what happened with the EKG thing because you never explained that to me really. And if that's what's forwarding you to get my blood and an x-ray and now telling me I need to go to a cardiologist, I want to know what that means. Like what is this – machine telling you that I, that is maybe off you're just telling me it's a little off mm-hmm. when i go back to work and, I, and they're like what's wrong Ty? like what, how's the doctor and i'm just like i don't know they say my heart's a little off they're like what the fuck does that mean what right, the fuck right, would right. i say that for i want to know like i'm an adult like yeah. you know I, don't hide the data from the patient himself i didn't say i want to be in a scientific experiment right, you know right, what i mean right, sure. but whatever right mm-hmm. i just think that's a systematic problem too like you should right. give them fucking the copy right then and there as we yeah. as we review it and this you is know? where um adventist they, health and bro. they're just doing they're just pulling blood work that's it no i mean well that's the, that's i don't know i went somewhere but, else in sanger to get blood work it's done. like you said bro you have to go to a specialist bro. well then anyways my troponin really was out. good apparently and all this uh-huh. shit right but then i just want to understand and so apparently i have like a tiny a tiny arrhythmia which is like the heart's not perfectly rhythmic theoretically mm, okay so then, like, what does that mean? And I understand she's not a heart specialist. So I have to go see someone that's a cardiologist, heart specialist, exactly. right? And I totally get that. But, I mean, just tell me why you're telling me I need to go there so I can kind of understand because my anxiety is through the roof thinking about, am I going to die? You told me I need to go to the ER. Am I going to have a fucking heart attack? Like, <laughs> and, then, and then in the back of my mind, Tony, because you'd understand, I didn't necessarily feel the need to get the vaccine if I already got COVID. I also feel like I'm in the public six to seven days a week. And I, if I would have gotten it, I would have fucking gotten it by now. Right. And I think I've gotten it multiple and then times. And you've had it already, right? And I yeah, definitely sure. tested positive in the past for it. Right. So I definitely feel like I've gotten it multiple times. And, or, or just not to say I'm immune, but like, I think maybe I can handle it. And not to say I can handle all the variants to come. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying, since I just recently got the vaccine, like two months ago, and this feeling is a little bit more intense. That's I'm not saying, saying too, I'm not right, saying that that's what it is. Right. I'm just, I'm just afraid because... Now I'm addressing it and I don't know what it is and I want to make sure that there's nothing wrong because if there's something wrong, all of a sudden, like this little more different, mm-hmm. what makes it not correlated to that? That's the major uh, change in my I, life I, recently. I think if anything, bro, it would pinpoint back to that, bro, because I've been, I've been, just the research I've been doing is like when you get the vaccine, there, it's been effect. There's some side effect, right? That's caused like a heart inflammation. Yeah. From young men. But I mean, I'm yes. 27, but still like, that's right. still a but young still, man. Yeah. And then if I'm you're feeling that way, but... right after you got the vaccine or whatever, a couple of weeks or a month, you know, after or before or whatever, you know, and, and now I don't you're know, feeling man. this weird feeling in your heart, you know, maybe that would probably be a good place to start. But they bro. took an extra and they said that like the heart looks fine and shit. So like, maybe I'm fine, bro. Maybe it's my anxiety. But what is it? Maybe extra? I pulled Doesn't a muscle. Check for like fucking broken bones i mean you no it was of the heart me. though and shit it was of the chest and like the heart okay, like i so guess what like, is I don't it know like a cat scan or mri or something it was like an x-ray it wasn't like a i didn't go in like a machine i just stood up next to something and then like, took I a picture think an x-ray is just checking to see if anything's broken bro bro what the fuck kind of, i yeah. see this is why i don't even know they didn't give me a picture of all that shit they didn't yeah, show me sure, that shit like you know just because the thing is you're this imagine this person the fucked up thing about it bro is that 
In their eyes, bro, it's a Medi-Cal case, right? Medi-Cal always denies this. They always want to start with the bare minimum, like, oh, let's just get them an x-ray. You know, you kind of have to speak up. And it's good that you are speaking up for yourself, bro, and saying, like, hey, you know, fuck that. Like, I want to see if there's something going on. Because honestly, an x-ray, I, from my understanding, an x-ray is just going to check for broken bones. Like, if you have some kind of tibia, or not a tibia, but uh, what do you call it when you break a, a rib or some shit like that? You know, I think they're just checking for something like that, but you probably have to go more in depth, bro. Like, well, then, that's what we're getting to. But I mean, it, it to me, well, they got to start somewhere. For exactly, sure. and I really hope it's nothing. Yeah, I hope it's something sure. small. I hope it's something that I've been maybe having for a long time. I hope it has nothing to do with anything about the vaccine or anything. I really do want it to be the case because if if not, it's gonna make me fucking this fucking guy who thinks that it's it was exactly what he thought before he got it. But I had to put that out of my mind, right? I had to be like, you know what? No matter what. This is what this is what they want of me. If they want me to keep going to school, they're gonna force me to get this shot. That's what I felt like. And I also felt like it's like, fuck it. I'm gonna shave my head and enter the military then, basically, right? That's what you want me to do? Shut up. Only speak when you're spoken to, right? right. Get this in your fucking arm, shut up, don't ask questions. I know what we're I know what kind of world we're in now. You know? Yeah. And I feel like that's where we're going. It's very authoritarian. That's what I don't like about it. And I think a lot of people don't like that. Even the people that think they promote it, I think they don't realize it's biting us all in the ass. Yeah. It makes everyone more grouchy. You know, and they're afraid it's, to talk it's, about how they actually feel too, because then someone else attacks them with this other data that they heard from some other person that's propagandized them, you know? Yeah, for sure, bro. It's it's crazy, bro. This episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast is sponsored by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley and Orange Cove, California, of course. If you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily and he offers obviously this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about. What else you worried about? You need insurance for something else? We got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice. But let Alfredo quell your worries over there at Academy West Insurance. The one-stop shop for all your insuring needs. Call Alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800. And be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs, ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy, Alfredo Vargas over there, looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something? Honestly, that's why I try not to get into, like, politics too much. I know, right? Like that, bro, because well, it brought just, us all in. Yeah, I, bro, I, with this whole Trump thing, bro, when this whole Trump thing was going on, bro, it really, like, literally split people in half, bro. You know, communities in half, bro. People that I've known for a long time started coming at me, you know? Because I'll be honest, bro, I was supporting Trump, bro, you know what I mean? Like, I really thought it was for the better, a lot of the ideas that he had and a lot of the plans and... I, 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 everything's been going to shit, bro, you know, like, I, I feel like, in my opinion, like, like, this whole progressive ideology, you know, I think we need to be a little bit more conservative with shit, without trying to get into politics too much, and I just kind of seen him, and I don't know much, bro, I've never taken political science or any courses, bro, I'm not, nor have I studied for it, bro, just for my, you know, um, 
just my common sense, bro. You know, I thought he was a good fit. Like, I thought it was good. But fuck, bro, when I went on Facebook and started even expressing some of my ideas or what I thought, bro, it's just like friends that I've, like, come across, bro, uh, you know, in the streets. Like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? How you been? You know, now they're going at me, bro. When was that? When was that change? Was it slow or was it after 2020? Uh, Like, during that year? Or was it before that? Like, it was, was it just slow from 2016-ish? It was 2020, bro. No, I think you hit the hammer on the head. Because, bro, there was a serious division at that time. Because of the pandemic, sure. it was the start of it. And you know what it was a start of, which we don't discuss. I don't know why we don't discuss. This is what I really think. It was a division between those that will accept more high risk and those that are terrified of it. Right. On, a, on a spectrum level, right? And some of us fall in the middle, right? But a lot of people cling hard to the other side. You know, there's a lot of people that will accept risk. They don't care. Big risk, big reward, right? And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I can't risk anything because if I lose it, I fucking lose it. I'm afraid, you know what I mean? And and so we're grappling with that instead of talking about it and being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have to have some kind of happy middle. Because you're terrified doesn't mean you get to tell me what the fuck I need to put in my body three times in one year for it to be effective and then it still doesn't even stop transmission and all this shit. You know? Yeah. It's wild, right? Honestly, bro, like my – when it all boils down, bro, I feel like there's something that's trying to split us apart, bro. This country, this nation as a whole. Is it bro. chemistry itself, though? It, it, is it human fate itself? Is it the inevitability of our industrialization and the fate of nations when they get to be so large and so much commerce and so much, you know, propaganda Freedom, to keep you yeah. from having the open conversation, to keep that organism growing healthy and strong for a long time? Yeah. It's more like... Uh, we just deplete all of its energy source before we can actually put more into Until it. it. That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah, it could be something like that, bro. It could be China. It could be a lot of stuff. Well, there's definitely online a lot of shit that's coming at us, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, there's fake accounts and shit that exactly. people will be like, I swear this guy knows what I'm talking about. And it's yeah. like, dude, that fool's fucking in some Czechoslovakian laboratory right now or some shit going, <laughs> hey, silly America, it's fucking dummy. <laughs> Facebook algorithms and shit they feed you negative stuff if that's what you look for bro you know they feed it to you bro and then you know you're on Facebook why didn't they tell are, us why not why is it not more understood like even by doctors and stuff bro on a wide scale that hey these devices are highly addictive right for sure because um it's a psychological drug I don't think they you know so it's very addictive so like maybe like like nicotine everyone talks about cigarettes yeah don't fucking smoke oh it's addictive oh it's super you know but what about those Sure. You know, how long are we going to wait? Are we going to wait 50 years to where everyone has lung cancer of the brain right. from what, using this addictive substance or some shit? I don't yeah, fucking know. Yeah, the way that they think is cancered. Right. It's not necessarily that the organ is cancered. That our, 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 the way that we systematically have thoughts and form them right. is just one way. It's just a pleasure zone. Right, it's just sure. the, like you said, like opiate and fucking whatever the fuck is going on in the brain. It's weird how it works. From dopamine and all the serotonin, all the shit shifting because yeah. you're like, ooh, that's cool. Or yeah. ooh, damn, she's hot. Or bro, dang, that feels hella funny. Like, bro, you know? sometimes when I feel like shit or something happens and I don't like it, you know, I come across somebody or I have a weird experience or whatever, bro. The first thing I do is I pull up, from my, up my phone for comfort, you know? Right. It's weird. It's like, our oh, babysitter. Shit. Put it back down, you know, because I'm looking for that little dopamine shot, bro. And the distraction. I'm going to tell you one thing, bro. Which are correlated, right? Yeah. You you could take this however you'd like, but what I've done, bro, lately in the last couple of years that has really helped me a lot, bro, because I come from a fucked up childhood, bro. Like, I'll tell you a little bit, bro. My dad tried to rape my sister when I was 11, bro, right? I walked into the room, caught my dad on top of my sister. My dad beat the shit out of my mom growing up in front of us, bro, knocked her teeth, all kinds of shit. Every fucked up shit you can really think of and I've seen people shot I've 
I've fucking had people shot at my house, bro. So I'm a little fucked up up there, you know? I'll be honest, bro. And and uh, a lot of things, one thing that has really helped me, bro, that I've picked up in the last two, three years, bro, is meditating, bro. Meditation. Like, I follow, like, Wim Hof. Have you ever heard of breathing meditation? I know what you're talking shit, about, bro. Yeah. I do all that stuff, bro. And honestly, bro, it fucking does wonders for me, bro. Like... Bro, the minute I wake up, and, and I've done a lot of research to try to figure myself out because I know I'm fucked up. You know, I wake up. As soon as I wake up, bro, I'm kind of like you, you know, like my brain's just going, bro. And, and and the first thing it gravitates is towards negative thoughts, right? And I'm just like, fuck, this, that, this, that. All the guilty shit I've done in my life, bro. Bro, I've sold fucking kilos of coke at, at one point in my life. That's probably the cooler shit I've done, that you've done. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm <probably>. just kidding. <laughs> but, but. I always tell my son like it hurt my soul bro you know what i mean i tell my son like hey like you know a lot of the bad shit be careful because my son's 17 bro i tell him be careful because you know a lot of things you put you put behind you you know what i mean like you can say oh that that was my past but one thing that you never really heal bro is the damage you do to your soul from all the bad shit you do that's my thought you know and, and, and as soon as i wake up some mornings bro all those things come back bro everything i've ever done like fuck you know like some mornings it's just i'm in the shower bro my mind's not even in the shower you know so there's a mean? lot of things that you still can't like come to terms with yeah that i haven't made peace with you mm-hmm. know and i'm just like fucking and one big you thing, ever try bro, to like outwardly or do you just meditate in that and, and I, these I breathing te- help, techniques bro. and shit yeah for sure bro I, which I is cool that, I don't say I don't think you necessarily need to talk to someone about it but I mean yeah well yeah I've gone since it's like, like hey, bro I'm labeled uh, depression but like we said earlier bro who isn't you know what I mean I, I've yeah. been labeled depression I have fucking depression meds Zoloft I don't really take it but, uh, like, my thing is I wake up like that, bro, almost every single morning. And if I can't go and run, like, the first thing I do, bro, is I sit down. I have all these different kind of meditation techniques. Whether I feel like get, getting my mind clear, bro, and being in the moment instead of having all these thoughts coming in, bro. And and, and a lot of it comes to, like, I, I believe it boils down to, like, diseases, too, bro. If you're always, like, somebody that's always stuck in their head, bro, you know, you, you bring on other diseases, bro. If you're not right in your head, you know, you're going to get sick more, bro. There's proven science yeah, behind all sure, that stuff, Yeah, for sure, for bro. sure, for sure, dude. You know, so that's one thing I do right away, bro, is I meditate, whether it's just to clear the mind and be in the present moment, focus on my breathing or something, you know. I'll sit down and be like, you know, think about this chair that's touching your back right now, you know, focus on your feet. Hell you know, yeah. let the nerve endings, you know, your nerve endings in your brain feel how the air feels on your face or whatever it is, bro, you know. I'll start with something like that, or if not... I'll go into like a Wim Hof, you know what I mean? Where I just start breathing deep, bro, for a fucking like 15 minutes, bro. Or And, and then I'll do those things and then I'll go ahead and like, you know, if that doesn't fix it, you know, and if there's time, bro, the first thing I do, bro, I get myself out the door, bro, I go straight to the college. Or if not, I'll get outside of my house, lace up my shoes, bro, and I go for like a three-mile run, bro, just to put me right there, you know, boom. So if there's ever a time, bro, where I've ran into you and I'm a little off and you're like, wow, this guy's a little quiet, it's because I'm going through something like that, you know, some kind of fucking... Internal. I've had my days, bro. I work in retail, too, so when I'm out there, like, oh, I've had my bro, days. Like, especially tough. in the past, it was right. really rough. Recently, right. it's been really good. My coworkers are tight. That's good. And and they understand if something's going on, I just kind of like not as talkative. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's noticeable. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Because people think I talk a lot, bro. Yeah. So it's noticeable. It's if noticeable like I'm more right quiet. Quiet. Yeah, if I'm sure. upset about something like heavily, I can't yeah. get it off my mind. Yeah. But it's pretty rare because I, I do some something similar. Like I just don't breathe all like that and shit. I, I need to maybe do that. Yeah. But I work out. Like I get up straight up, bro. Uh-huh. I brush my teeth. Well, I see, fucking, this is the thing, right? When you work out, what are you doing? For sure. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. You're getting that. Like I wake up, I brush my teeth. 
maybe I smoke a little weed and then I fucking do either push or pull workouts every day, bro. Monday through Saturday, alternating, right? And no, it's thank you, but I mean like it's for, I don't know, bro. I can't. I don't know what else to do. It's worked. I fell into holes and shit, and I was like, fucking get up, do this shit. So for years now, that's just what it's been. Like every day, don't be a bitch. Don't wake up too late because you know if you wake up late and you don't, and you go to work and you just have to rush out of the house. You know how you're going to feel in like an hour tops. You can't breathe all the way. Like, what the fuck? You know, know, it's fucking weird, bro. Like, so I know what the routine, call it whatever you want. It helps, bro. It works. And like, I'll do a bunch of crazy shit, bro, to where I'm all sweaty and shit, hopefully, right? Even when it's cold. So then it's like, you feel good, too. Then I'll jump in the shower, bro. Turn the fucking steam, like, turn it up hella high, but but not get in. And then turn it cold right before I get in. So it's steamy in there. But then the cold water is like, woo! And you start, nice and you those, start breathing heavy, yeah, like you sure. said, though, too. It's yeah. like, <sighs> you start breathing hella heavy. And I feel like something about that is like, it's very primal. It puts me in like a relaxed. You don't have to be more aware. Chill out. Like, there's a lot more to come in your day. Like, don't yeah. let these other thoughts creep in too much. Don't, you know, and I've, I've come a long way from that waking up and feeling like I fucked up in life. For sure. Or like I did those things, but I come from that too, that and feeling I, I, yeah, I, I, that I couldn't cope with it. But I think that I've recently had like closure on certain things towards like, you know, I have to accept those change? things, how, how you know, you, what, what kind of things? I mean, did you do something different to change your perspective or anything? Because bro, like I've almost 360 my whole life. I think when bro, I got like, in trouble, you got in trouble when I, when I got, got fu- yeah, when I got fucked up and shit, like, yeah. and went, got in trouble for like months, like almost a year of time. Mm-hmm. Where I was just like in a program and in jail and stuff like it sucked. And I would, I think that when you realize, oh shit, I could have been in prison for these seven years that have passed. I could have uh, done more time than that and pick up another case in there. Who knows? Like, you know, who knows who I'd be, right? Those kind of things. But I have to leave them in the past because, you know, no matter what happened that night, it wasn't my intention and I paid my dues. And now, I, in fact, I'm labeled as a felon forever, practically, it feels like. Like, I can't get certain jobs. People don't like that shit. Um, I can't own a firearm, right? Like, there's a lot of things that it's kind of like, dang, like, I don't have the most freedoms. I'm, I'm terrified of getting, you know, pulled over or something, even if I'm not doing anything wrong. I just don't want that to happen. I don't like that stuff, you know? Well, I, feel, well, I feel harassed. I feel, like, uh, afraid of, of police officers kind of in a way because they, they can wield such authoritative power over you in an instant. You know, and even if you're the innocent person, and like you said earlier, it's because that's how they have to view everything. A law enforcement officer of any kind, like, has to view everything. Like, they, you could be the criminal. You could be, well, hmm, you know, what did you, why were you here? You know, it's like, dude, I'm walking down the stream going home. Well, why? It's kind of late. It's like, what the fuck? I'm a free man. Like, you know, what are you talking about? Like, you know? Yeah, for sure. And uh, But see, at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I think to me, why, why do they always arrest me? You know, I don't think I'm such a bad guy. You know what I mean? But then I think about it, well, like, statistically thinking about it, like, it's their job, you know, like, they get... It's their job. They're, they're like, this is this is how I grow as my in my job, in my field, you know, I get more rest and I do this. They don't even think about the human being, whoever, you know... The life that the they side. just destroyed, destroyed. but it's, it's not on job. them, yeah. but it kind of is. Right. Because you just, like, entrap someone. Like, right. did you really need to just pull that car over because they had, like... Uh, one of their license plate lights flickering or some shit. Right, right. Did you really need to do that? Yeah. But sure. different, like, versus, like, hey, I just want to let you know your blinker's out. You know, I, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to write you a fix-it ticket because I think it's really important for your safety. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to write you anything for money or anything unless that person's like, fuck off of like, all fucked up. Why do you need to make them get out of the car? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, you know, I think that things go too far. And honestly, we've seen a lot of cases, especially around here, where 
people want to get the bad guy so good, so much that they shoot the wrong guy. Yeah. They shoot a guy that wasn't even supposed to be correlated with it. And it's like, what Shit. the fuck? We, are we going to this level? Like, and I understand, like, when we saw protests last year, very dividing year, like I said earlier, why your friends would maybe all of a sudden be like, yeah, no, I can't accept that you like Trump anymore. Trump is out because there was a serious division where people wanted him and the people that didn't. Right, and it sure. became, it came back down to also, are you woke enough? Yeah. Like, almost, right? Yeah. Like, that's what it was viewed as. Right. And it shouldn't have been like that. Politics went way too far this last year. And it went, it went into this very, very deep part of our psyche now. That's my dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's always in the background snoring. <laughs> but all the things that happened last year, political or not, with the with the way the world changed, bro, after 2020, it's, it's crazy in a lot of ways, too. The police state is ramped up now. Domestic terrorism's on the rise, just as we end the war on terror in the Middle East. Ironically, at the same time of us having a pandemic that outbreaks across the whole world, and we don't want to look at it like it's an attack, even though everything we looked at before was like a terrorist attack. Right. But not this. No way could it be. Maybe it could have been. been. And we just pulled out Afghanistan right after. I really do think that the next war is the war on terror and disease domestically. Domestically. Because we can't keep fucking with certain places. They won't let it. That's what I'm afraid of, too. Because I don't want want my neighbors to be like, oh, Tyler talked about what we shouldn't talk about. You know, I don't want it to be like that. Oh, he didn't get vaccinated. You know what? He's not even human. He's killing people. Like, what? Like, you're taking it that far? I got it. I, you know? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck like what about all the people that got it and that you really think that they're not okay now yeah. they need to get that oh, okay well then that's the case then damn i hope i don't transmit it at least hope i don't die right well people still get hell sick even when they're vaxxed yeah. and they still hella transmit it and and honestly once you're vaccinated you're willing to take more risks again aren't you yeah right because now you want to go out to the bar i'm vaxxed granny's ready to party you seen the commercials dude <laughs> you know they got grandma saying i'm vaxxed waxed and ready to party it's in washington and shit we've sure, seen on tiktok I've, bro I've, I've, shit like that where it's clearly i'm just saying you, you're willing to take more risk and that's cool but it's not a it's not a fail safe no, you can still transmit it so you, then you go to this party you go to the e40 the concert yeah. at the is at the grizzly stadium like we did but we were in a box homie but that crowd down there the, the the state just opened up bro the crowd down there everybody's smoking weed everybody's grinding on each other it looked like a damn good time but it also looked like a super spreader prevent like a motherfucker <laughs> bro. and i'm like i'm glad i'm not down there right now because yeah. i'm sure in a week i'd probably either have it or i'd give it to someone else and i feel hella bad but, i think at the end of it bro i don't know what the f- nobody knows what the fuck they're doing bro nobody and, and if we really if they, what to do with why it. not have that transparency from our leaders though to just be like yeah. you know we we don't really know the answers I don't even yet think they know either yeah they don't know but see the thing is that everybody looks at them like they're supposed to know the answers bro you know what i mean People like i said about science earlier we need it to, to be definitive now yeah but it's i want the not, data now anybody ever i don't even think some politicians whatever's going to on say that it's safe that. to give vaccines to the entire population of a nation or the world That's is wrong, the scope bro. no i'm just saying like and and to say it's safe is not true. Right. It can't be true. It's weird how they're pushing it on us too, bro. That's yeah, the that's weird a, fucking part, And then bro. making everyone think like I, that person's not human because they're not shot up. Yeah. And and I'm shot up, but yeah. I, I feel that way. I feel yeah. the way you feel. I feel like it's a little bit too far. And I don't think that we should do nothing about this. Right. But at this point, we've already gone on two years. Everyone basically has either gotten it or not by now. The kids are suffering because yeah. like the way that their schooling is. Me as an adult trying to still go to college, I'm suffering. I don't get my experience. I don't get a lot of things. It's fucking closed down. It's sad as fuck. But if I want to go in the cafeteria and spend a little money, I can sit right next to anybody who I want and talk all I want with no mask on and eat. But in the other room, I have to wear it and can't take it off. Yeah, it's like this uh, little Facebook post I seen where everybody's lined up six feet apart at the airport, but then they can go and jump in the jet, bro, and everybody's crammed in there together. 100%, you know, bro. No when sense, I went to bro. New Mexico, that's how I felt. And this was in 2020. <laughs> I was like, yo, 
what's up, dude? Like, how come I'm sitting right next to this old lady and she's talking to me? And she's very sweet. But it's like, dude, these masks are not – this isn't even a medical mask, homie. Yeah, this is sure. like a gator. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I could blow a candle out probably. Like, you know, this is a formality <laughs> clearly for everyone. You know what I mean? Most yeah, people, that's sure. what they wear. They wear the cool looking one. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, They need to be wearing the N95. And even then, bro, you can – you could, right. dude, that still doesn't even keep all smoke out. And which are particles that are bigger than viral particles, bro. It's it's just it's a safety belt kind of. It's like a it's like a net. Like it'll catch some of those things, right? Yeah, it'll stop. And and that's helpful if we do that. And we had a shot that was effective. That's cool. We got two forms of control, kinda. But transmission is out of control because the vaccine doesn't keep, stop transmission, and the masks aren't really stopping transmission. I think now at this point, transmission it's just like trying to suck dollar, tax dollars out of us as much as possible because I guarantee you the taxpayer is. What is the next war vaccines. we're going into? Yeah. What is the next war we're going into, America? Come on, we know our our. our are we going to act like it doesn't? Do we have to be fooled into like thinking that we have to be hit from the Middle East right. and we have to go get them for their resources and we have to put billions and trillions of dollars into this to get our answers and get no answers and then pull out right. and leave them stranded in the middle of fucking nowhere all over again? You know, what's the next transition? Like, do we have to be so deluded and misled by some of our political leaders just saying mostly in government positions because they're the ones that make these calls and fund all this shit from our tax dollars? Yeah. Why? Would we not just be real with it? Like we're entering a war because things are getting real because war's stupid now. And we know that we don't need to do that, but we have to be tricked yeah, into believing that it's, it's necessary. Yeah. You know, that's called manufactured consent is what that is, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's absolutely what's happening over the years. Yeah. Manufacturing consent to think it's okay for the view, the ladies on the view to tell people they need to go die or some shit yeah. because they're not this or that, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Our, our standards have gone down communicationally, which is why I was upset with the systematic part of our medical field. You know, why is communication lacking there? You guys should be great at communicating. Have someone else come in and translate, you know, have someone that's good at communicating. Maybe you can't, you know, the stuff and you got the degree. Have someone come in that can communicate, you know, but no, we can't pay another person. What the fuck are they going to do in between? Dude, pay someone to do it. Like you need to have good communication. This whole year and a half since the pandemic, like really dropped bad communication bro yeah. if, if if we don't know what we're doing and we know for sure that certain vaccines like they're they're pretty effective but they're not 100 you know why are we acting like it's it's very uh, it's almost 100 it's like it's not necessarily everyone's getting sick still and shit look at omicron yeah. and then some people are like oh well the the variant is because of the vaccines and it's like fuck i don't even know what to believe yeah. the information still changes every day and every week sometimes I the believe cdc goes oh no we're only five days is good actually mm. you know it's like okay so why don't you say that at the beginning then because you're saying to do that is because you don't want to cripple society. Well, society's been crippled for two fucking years, man. Yeah. And and luckily, in some places, it hasn't been. It's got me thinking, bro. What if this is just some fucking huge giant hoax, bro? That they're just not a hoax because it's bro. a real thing. Yeah, I know, I know. And see, the I reason why I brought up sometimes. terror, though, the reason why I brought up terror is because mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, why would why would we being in the war on terror? Right? We blamed everyone for being dangerous, and we call gang gangs now in the county even like local terrorism or domestic terrorists and shit. Like you know, and street terrorism. You know what I mean? All the shit. Why wouldn't we think that this? fucking virus that came out of nowhere and definitely was manufactured at some point fucked with that got all over the whole world of humans why would we not think that that's like who attacked like who let that out 
We need to hold them seriously accountable. Where the fuck is that happening still? No. I'm just very surprised no, that that didn't happen right that, away no. even. Because it would have kept even, check it out, it would have even made us more primal, but it would have kept us with a sense of unity and morale. Like, mm -hmm. huh, we need to be there for each other. This is something that came out of nowhere. Kind of like 9-11, bro. It came out of nowhere. We didn't want this to happen. You know, it's kind of like got the but, same but kind of vibes to it, But if they were doing something like that, I mean, why, why, why would they do that? Like, why would they try to whack a bunch of people, bro? That's my thing, bro. It's like No, for like, sure. I think it was just a disruption, and I think it was also probably a mistake. And, okay. and, and, and either way, those people need to be held accountable. Even if it was a mistake, like it probably was. Someone probably like got infected, let it out, it, like, fucking got all crazy. Populate society or the world or something. I don't, I don't like to believe that, that, bro. But I, don't I don't like to believe that, that because we're actually in a birth decline, bro. You know what I mean? Right. We're in a birth rate decline, so I mean, there's more than enough people. I strongly, I strongly believe that, you know. So, it's hard to say if it's something like that, right? I don't know if that is that kind of what you're going towards, like thinking that maybe they're doing. They put out all this shit on purpose. No, I just all I'm saying is, is it's interesting because why didn't we look at that? Yeah. I'm not saying that's what it was. Yeah. I ho I'm hoping it's not. Yeah. But it's interesting that that wasn't the first thing that the United States government went to thinking because they do in every circumstance for the last 20 years that it's terrorism. Yeah. It's terrorism. Yeah. we got to send drones in. we got to find Put out. We're going to go find on. Osama bin Laden. Yeah, how about find the, the motherfucker that let this shit out? Tell us kind of how it happened. Not this, oh, no, it didn't come from China. That's racist to think that. And then later be like, no, it probably yeah, it did, did come from that Wuhan lab. Like, yeah, you know, we sure. would experiment with coronaviruses and, and fuck with weird shit. Some crazy shit. And why were you fucking with that? Who knows, right? I, they have a reason. It's not for me to say. They take our money and tax dollars and funding from lobbyists and whatever to fund these things. Yeah, I get it. Sure. And it's it's a, it's a hoot. Well, and a holler, I'm sure. part too, like where, you know, the whole vaccine test, the test, the COVID vaccine, the COVID test, right, was like patented in like 2017 or something like that. This. so this is all supposedly pre-planned i've seen when i actually went to go get the exemption right from a doctor at first i went to my doctor right to try to get a medical exemption he wouldn't give it to me he had he sent me to another doctor that's a firm believer in not getting the vaccine and she starts coming out with all this other stuff like oh yeah you know this this uh the covid test was was patented in 2017 you know I'm, i agree with it i there's something going on that i don't understand you know and i don't like about this and yada 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 so it, it I, I guess what I want to say is that, uh, you know, I think that Big Pharma has something to do with all of this. You know what I mean? Like, Of course, I, they come running yeah, with the answers. And yeah. The quick the, fix, right? Yeah. That doesn't work that we were told is yeah. a vaccine. Yeah, for sure. When the fuck I, was there a vaccine that you have to get multiple doses in the same year for it to maybe protect you from transmission yeah. and, and from the, getting they're sick. the ones that have all these lobbyists too that come out it's, and give it, all these it, two why didn't they just tell us this why, stuff like that yeah why would they not tell us though right. it's just a band-aid for now this won't be that's not what it was told to us because as they have these politicians in their pocket bro you know what i mean that's i think a lot of it boils down to that it's and honestly joe biden's probably not going to last very long so then when he goes who can we blame yeah. the administration well, he'll, he was telling us to do this behind the table, and it's like, well, he's dead now. What the fuck? Yeah, you can't hold anyone else accountable. Where's Kamala Harris, bro? I'm just saying. Yeah. Where is she? Right. I've not seen her on the news. I haven't seen her at all. I just see that old, poor old man, bro. <laughs> fucking going, you know? And I want I want the United States to be in a good spot, bro. And I, I generally think that there's so many intelligent people here, bro. There's so many things we could do. We're motivated, you know? We want to make a difference. We want to we want to fund things, even with profit, and then use those profits to give back. Like, we want to do those things. We should do those things. But I don't understand where it gets like, you have to comply, otherwise you're the other. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that's where it feels like. And then now all of a sudden people are making like, you know, over-exaggerations, especially on TikTok of like, like we're entering Nazi Germany or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, bro. I, I, I think that... And it's like, I don't want to believe that because that's that's not necessarily what I feel like exactly is happening. But there are correlations historically to times like that where things are in a very transitional state mm-hmm. and the, there's division is high. Usually past that point, things don't look very good. It, it gets rough. Right. So like I said, what's the so next war we're going to be in? starts breaking down. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I don't want there to be war. I'm I'm not a forever warist, bro. Like I'm not I'm not with it. I think that honestly, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me to see like the 60s and how like the anti-Vietnam movement was so powerful and people really were like they were good people. They were ju- they were intelligent and everything. They were just like, "No. Like why are you sending our guys to die for something that we don't even know if it's actually happening or is actually a problem and you're taking hell of our guys, dude. Right. You're taking hell of money to do this and then you guys just pull out and it's like, no, we could not do what we came to do. Like, what the fuck is going on? Then Watergate happens. Like all those politicians that were lying, uh, hysteria was high, bro. And I feel like it's very correlated to our time now. Hysteria is very high right now. Mass psychosis is under full swing, especially with screens all in front of your face all the time. Hearing the next new scoop, you know, and then you want to get away. So you go and distract yourself with Instagram and you don't want to look at news. You want to look at other thing. You know what I mean? And, and, and we don't actually ever have a time to really be like, huh? What's going on, man? How do you feel about this? I'm afraid. Are you afraid? This is sketch. I don't trust this. I have massive distrust. But instead, it's just the all the, the mass psychosis of itself. Now, you have other people telling people, like, why are you scared? You don't to be scared. Just get vaccinated. Like, you know, like, they're so certain. <laughs> Everyone's so certain that they <laughs> yeah. know what's going to happen and what's going on here. Yeah. And really, I think that that's arrogant as fuck. Yeah. And maybe that drives us to think that we're helping more than we're actually helping because we want to feel good about what we're doing we think we're noble but are we you know by by shutting everything down in waves you know and telling people what they can and cannot do you can't fly anywhere you can't go anywhere but then you you can fly apparently Mm -hmm. you know you can go sit 50 people in a room you know you can go in the grocery store and no one wear a mask and everyone be real close quarters it's and and some people wearing one some people not the ones wearing them probably going what the fuck why don't they wear a mask fucking ugly motherfucker probably should put one on you know and then you got the other person going stupid ass wearing a mask what the fuck that's very divisive bro like it's weird like that's almost like like basically like if if i was white and you're hispanic right if we're walking around and i was like fucking mexican dude you're like fucking honky ass fucking you know that's basically it's like so divisive it's like what the fuck is that it's disgusting right you know and that's the go-to and we're not talking about it like we're just like yeah this is what we have to do right now you know and then some people are like don't believe them everything's a lie and it's like don't go there either because we're in the middle somewhere we got to be you know I'll, i'll tell you one thing bro i see that a lot bro right it's just like this breakdown of fucking society bro especially in the time that we're living in especially in this country bro honestly sometimes i think bro as soon as i get old enough bro I'm gonna go fucking be a monk for a couple of months yeah. bro, or something. I swear to God, bro, that's like in that's back here somewhere, bro. Where I really want to do that, bro, and get away from all of this shit, bro. Right? I tell my girl too, like, hey, you need to stop because it's one thing she's always on the news, bro. She's always looking at the news. Oh, this happened, this happened. Like, hey, man, you need to put the fucking phone down and just stop reading so much news. It's not good for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, worry about our inner circle, and that's probably about it. You know what I mean? Don't focus too much on this, too much on that. You know? We could barely control can control our own little thing going on, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like we could bro. clearly tell you have car troubles and shit. We can barely control yeah. what's going on in immediate life. So yeah. it's crazy that we always often look to these other things like we can make a difference. Yeah. But really, what that's designed to do is to give you 
that consent to say, yeah, I need someone to lobby and gather together and organize so that they, I can give my money and know that it's going to the right thing, but it often not go to that. It, it often you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like everything's geared towards like, how much money can we get out of this motherfucker? Yeah, sure. Watching the screen. How much money can we get out of this motherfucker as they're driving down the road to have toll booths and shit? How much can we get out of this motherfucker? They got to get gas. And if not, they got to pay for electricity to charge the fucking car. How, how can we get them? You know, propane is way up right now. Yeah, Natural sure. gas is very expensive. We had a stockpile of it. You know, these things should not happen during a pandemic where we're talking about economic collapse and shit. People still need to be able to live their lives daily. And I feel like also something we never talk about is our food system during these times. How we made it this far is remarkable, but there's still a big population. And honestly, there's less and less people that want to even work, let alone work out in the fields. Yeah. A lot of people don't even want to do it. And then here you have the machines taking over, trying to have everything mechanicalized, but not everything can be, you know. But there's a point where, you know, what happens when all our meat is no longer meat? It's just soy, you know, yeah. and we don't realize, oh, shit, we're just living in the, in the middle and all we have around us is soy and corn that's Roundup ready, that's just hella genetically modified, but most of it's hardly nutritious and we're just in a cage all of a sudden and all we get to do is eat the shit that's sold to us. Like, how long do we wait until that happens? I mean, it may happen over hundreds of years. It may not even go that way, hopefully, right? But and when people so, are talking about like- so, will our bodies adapt to that too, though, to be able to use that stuff and survive off of it? Yeah, it might not be good for us for in the moment. Well, gluten's know? not good for most people, and that's a product of wheat being modified so much to have more like gluten because it's a sure. higher wheat yield, right. but it therefore yields more gluten. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. And so there isn't a, an intolerance to that because generally wheat was never la never had that much gluten to where it give people problems. Gotcha. You know, that's how far it's gone. Like corn syrup, right. you know, sugar problems like with people like corn syrup is this highly concentrated fucking sugar that the body doesn't even know how to really break down and just freaks out and probably like dissolves and goes into your bloodstream and does weird shit. I don't fucking know, bro. Right. That's like, why you know? so many of us are ending up with like diabetes and shit, you know, that's it may be. Yeah. I mean, bro, imagine if you were like 20 and all of a sudden you were like, all right, turn to 21 tomorrow. I'm going to try sugar for the first time. I bet you'd be like cocaine, bro. It'd be like, you'd yeah. be like, woo, you'd be all happy and shit. You'd be like, damn, I want more. Like, you know, just yeah. sugar out of a bag. You know? yeah, like if you sure, never bro. ate nothing sweet in your life, maybe blueberries and all this other shit, that's very sweet. Yeah. But like, you'd be like, dang. But since we eat it, since we were a kid, bro, I feel like yeah. we're addicted to sugar. Have you ever we don't thought even about notice fasting it. About on some shit like that, like sugar, anything with like sugar, besides like fruit, right? Yeah, I've it's tried and I get headaches and shit. So I still have to eat some sugar now. and shit. I know I need a little sugar, but I love eating fruits and certain shit. Bro, honestly, nothing sweeter than a pineapple. Right. Like, I don't know why we need something more sweet. Like, dude, some pineapple's sweet as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know. I, I, sometimes I feel like doing little experiments on myself. And I think I'm going to start doing things like that, bro. Like, you know, like fasting and shit. You know what I mean? Playing with myself a little bit, bro. Or cutting out sugar. You know what I mean? And he, just drinking water, you know, for a couple, like a week or so. Just yeah. these little things and see what kind of health benefits I can get out of it. Or just experiment with myself. You know, I feel like doing things like that, bro. And I think I am. Like, I really should. I, I like I think I was reading like something or watching something where like J Lo, uh, she went like on this sugar fast, bro. You know, and she didn't drink any sugar for like a couple of weeks, bro. And there's like extreme benefits to it. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Your body goes into ketosis, right? Everyone goes on the keto diet, right, and shit, where they just eat fats and shit, which is which is logical, but. It just depends, man. Honestly, I think some people don't think about it at all. Some people probably live in like a, a terrorizing part of their brain where. They know that if they keep eating more sugar and they're already big, they're going to have health problems, but they just can't stop yeah, because the sure. food it's itself is kind of addictive. Fuck, and yeah, we're always sure. told that, ooh, don't these bagel bites look good? Don't these 
fucking pizza pockets look good, right? All the fast shit, you know? Mm. And so, therefore, we always flock to it. Plus, most of us, if we work and shit, we're busy. Even if you're sitting at a computer, you have, like, a 30-minute lunch. You're like a hamster running on a fucking fake wheel. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> ding, 30 minutes. I got to hurry. You go and get the hot pockets. You throw it in the microwave so you can actually sit the fuck down for a few minutes. Because other- otherwise, you're cooking the whole time. You can't even have time to eat it. Right? We're all living in this world. You know? And it's kind of like, no wonder we have mental at. health problems. No wonder people don't notice that their health is rapidly declining. No wonder we don't notice that... You know, we're all being divided instead of being united. And honestly, the terminology is everything. The communicational factors are everything. You know, it's it's we're living in strange times, bro. And I kind of like to embrace it because chaos is always brings like new things, right? Yeah, it always sure. brings fucking innovation. It also brings yeah. fucking bad things like war. No, that's what I was going to say to you earlier when you were talking about war. You know, you, like war is... So it's different perceptions. Some people, uh, war is bad, right? People die, but then like the aftermath of wars, bro. A lot of good things come from it, you know. The baby an economic boom, you know, yeah, yeah. things like that. And right? Baby boomers came along, you know, after World War. What, we look like at the good old days, like when we came home from World War Two, because all of a sudden the economy was booming, and we've never yeah. been the same since. Because we fucking we facilitated World War, yeah. and we were banking off of it industrially, and then it ended, and we walked away fucking in the green, and then. We made everyone else pay their debts and shit, yeah. and then we ended up in debt over the long run. And was just America's just not made in America anymore. Everything in America is just not the way it used to be, right? Yeah. That kind of vibe. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, those times were different. Like you said, w- w- then we go to Vietnam. It made some money, but it was also a fucking bad call, clearly. Then we go to fucking Desert Storm. Then we go to fucking the Middle East in general for nine, after 9-11 and shit for 20 years. And then we just kind of stop. That's why I don't want to be obsessed with this idea that what's the next war we're getting into, but that's how it's always been. The United States has almost always been at war of some kind because it does it does collect resources. It collects basically finances from the people that are giving consent saying, yeah, we'll give you our money to go take care of that because we believe in you. You know, the military always has a say, right? So, the military is always top dog, right? right? Just like our scientists, right? They need to be top dog. They, Fauci knows what he's talking about. He's not lying to us at all. He right. didn't lie in the con- to Congress or anything at all, right? right. No, he, apparently he did a little bit. Then they made a movie about him real quick. Yeah. And then probably didn't decide to like really talk about those factors in a negative light at all because we have to be convinced that he's in the right 100% of the time because science always dictates that. Yeah, no, sure. the science you guys have bent and shit, the science doesn't say anything. Science is not about that. Science is about literally saying, here's the data. Mm-hmm. What you do with that after that point is morals. These are, these are other reasons. There's finances. There's profit on the line. Mm-hmm. Those are the reasons why you interpret it mm-hmm. and say that this must be done for us to do this. You know. So, so what, let me ask you this. What, what, what do you think we could do as just small people living here? You know, what do you, what, 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 I don't what, know. What do you think we can do? Like talk about it more or what, what do you mean? Like, you know what I tell myself, bro? Like I see all this shit that goes on out there in the world. What I tell myself is like, you know, the, the best thing I could do is, is work and, you know, keep going to school, better myself as a human being. You know what I mean? Don't do the shit I used to do. Um, you know, we, we have a house in the ghetto, bro. You know, when, 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 this is how I wake up when when I go to we have a house that's in the ghetto, bro. It's fucked up. It needs work, you know. I roll up my sleeves, bro. I get into construction work, bro. You know what I mean? I go on the roof. I'm patching up the roof. If it's not this, it's that. I, either it's the roof or or electrical problems, bro. You know what I mean? I I think to myself like, why don't I just focus on these little things? You know what I mean? That's my perception. You know? For sure. And, 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 and 
Because, like, I feel like, man, there's so much going on out there, bro, and there's so much negativity. Why don't I just focus on my little world right here? But all these things now affect us. Yeah, Like, that's what I mean. Like, if it didn't affect us at all, like it has been in the past, we could just ogle at it. And we could ignore it. Turn the news off. Now it's like no one can't. And when when a pandemic comes out, everyone now has to be in the know. That's why ratings were at an all-time high during those months. was not because they were giving us great content. It was because everyone was very afraid. They wanted to. They were desperate to have answers of some kind. Sure. What are we gonna do? This is changing really fast. Yeah. You know, and telling us to be though, fluid, but it's like, yeah, well, we're fluid, but we also don't want to just be told to, you know, nothing. Yeah. And you know what? It's crazy because I, I met a lot of people that uh, I met some people that like ah, blew it off like it was nothing. You know, it's not that bad. And and, and then uh, they got it or it hit close to home bro you know for sure and dude. then their, persec- their perspective completely changed. for sure like, for oh, me fuck. too things have you came know? close and bro. See, I've I gotten it. That yet, and like bro. I've had friends have gotten it and like yeah. we've known some people that did pass bro yeah I, I we had people in the family that had to go from something else ended up getting it in there ended up not dying from that but dying ultimately and no one being able to go see them like these things are so heavy I'm not cold and callous I don't want to say that like all this is just a sham at all I just feel like man we're really like we're being told that this is normal almost you know and i think that everyone's going through it in a different a different capacity but i've noticed a change in social like social changes going on because i'm a i'm a social butterfly bro i talk to a lot of people but i've noticed over the last couple of years that i feel like very many people are more and more closed off or maybe they're just really anxious and they don't want to talk yeah, you know sure. I, no one needs to talk to me i'm just some fucking guy I don't want I don't want anyone to feel like like I'm annoying or anything, but I'm saying though that a lot of people don't the conversation stops quick. You know? No one knows how to keep a conversation going. They're just thinking about like oh that fucking TikTok video. Like oh. you know, I feel like I don't know. Like there's just there's like a there's a change in how we communicate interpersonally. We were told to socially distance, you know, instead of physically distance. So I feel like we literally socially distance each other to where now it's like socially we communicate online. Yeah. <laughs> we socially go through Zoom. And now like, this you know, metaverse thing is coming out, which is going to even be even more trippier, bro. You know, people make money just sitting better. there. Bro. I don't know if it's going to be a better experience or not. You know what I mean? Because you actually put on these VR headsets and you feel like you're right there. with Maybe people. what's going on. And I'm not saying that there's a psyop going on. I like to think that that's not the case. What's that? A, like a psychological operation. Oh, okay. Right, like MK Ultra. Like right, like our CIA yeah. fucking did some nasty shit, bro. Yeah. It's real shit too. Yeah. Like you know. So it's like, dang, we, are we in the middle of something? Because it's super eerie. Yeah, It'd be a good sure. time for someone to take advantage of it, wouldn't it be? You know, <laughs> right, especially right. an enemy, right? Yeah. Doesn't it feel like that? Like I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I hope not, right? But I mean, I don't know. We're not asking those questions. Maybe it's not for us to ask. Yeah. Sure. But I don't know, man. I feel like we're entering like a weird time, but also we're just trying to figure it out. You know, no one knows the answers. I understand that. I don't necessarily need the answers. I don't think anyone wants the answer really anyways because yeah. it's probably too hard to actually accept. Have you heard of the whole metaverse thing that's coming out? And all yeah, that stuff? honestly, I feel like what if that's why our world uh, – that's what I was thinking about the PSYOP thing. Is like what if the goal here is to make our world, our physical world seem so ugly and unbearable and hard to go out there and, oh, you'll get sick. Oh, you'll get in a car to crash to where just come to the metaverse where none of that happens. You don't die. Like, you know, you can get in a car, you can punch someone in the face and nothing happens. It's just VR. And then you're addicted to that because you're so much cooler there, right? Like even like catfish type people do online already. Like, you know, so much cooler there though. Facebook 24-7, bro. I mean, they're already living in some type of metaverse, you know. They're they're living in a virtual world and shit. And then like, this is just another step. 
And it sounds a little fucking weird, bro, but I just feel like we're entering like a Matrix phase because the Matrix is like that. The movie, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like that, bro. You know what I mean? You're like literally in a fucking cave and you fucking load your brain into some shit with a syringe that goes into your brain and then boom, you're in a whole new world. Are we getting closer to waking up to the reality that we are in vats and we're just like, wow, our world is actually just in a box, yeah. like a, in a in a cell, cells of electronic cells. We're being powered or some shit. Or is it like that Black Mirror episode where they're all in screen rooms and they go to work and they're pedaling the bikes that actually power all the screens and shit? Yeah. It's it's fucking strange. Or are we just being dramatic? Because humans were always at odds Mm -hmm. with something going on, something catastrophic. You said earlier the tectonic plates were shifting, bro. Things changed. Atlantis is apparently somewhere in the middle of the ocean that had hella people living there and, and it was like a trade city. Like things have changed, bro. People yeah. went through crazy shit, you know. So it's like, are are we just being like, are we being dumb about this shit? Like, are we like making it like a novella too much to where like, oh no, I hope, I hope a pandemic doesn't break out if we're right. fucking with these viruses. I hope not. We almost reacted after it broke out too, like the, as American people, like, oh yeah, the scientists, of course they're messing with that stuff. But it's like, yeah. But you never question how dangerous that shit really is. And what if something gets out? What will we do? Why aren't we questioning that? It was more like, oh, the scientists had the right to be doing that. That's what we do. But it's kind of like like your nose is 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 uh, is running. You know what's up? Like I don't know. Are you cry- like what? Why why are you trying to ignore that? Maybe there's something going on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. It's, it's I'm I'm skeptical, but I'm also like I'm trying to be optimistic. I like to think the better part of humanity is still there, and I know it is. I meet a lot of people. I'm not saying that our world's fucked. It's just that's become the scope of the conversation, even on other podcasts, bro, and stuff. Like, not the mainstream. Like, people are concerned, and they're disappointed with their leadership. And honestly, we don't even really know what to do exactly besides keep asking questions and keep talking because we can't feel that crazy. We're going through hysteria, bro. bro. We We have dialogue, bro. You know what else are we going to do? Just stay quiet in each other's presence? We have to talk I feel like it brings me back to reality. Because it makes me realize, oh, like, you know, we're actually here. I'm not just going off in my head about, fuck, dude, we're all going to die. We're fucking, I don't I have to go to work anyways and work around people that are coughing on me and shit anyways. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, it's funny. I have to cope with it. I have to talk about it and be like, can you believe that shit? Yeah. We're coming in all <coughs> coughing and shit. It's funny. I was in the math center, like, during the last semester and some guy started like, fucking coughing, bro. Right away, the red flag started. The yeah, spider like, sense was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, I'm walking into Walmart and so he's, like, walking out and she's like, <coughs> she's like, oh, my allergies. You know, she has to throw that comment out there, bro. And it's funny. You know? It's fucked up, though, because back in the day, no one gave a shit, bro. I remember going to parties, bro, and someone being hella sick. And then they're all doing coke together and everyone's drinking beers and shit. And they're, like, <laughs> shaking their hands. Yeah, yeah, they're all sne- they're rubbing their fucking nose with their snot and shit, and then shaking people's hands and shit. Like, dude, people are filthy. Rice keg like stand guys. off the same thing. <laughs> fucking drink off the same cups. The ball, the BP ball's been in the dirt, but fuck it. Just keep you know. There's hair in there. Fuck it. Like now, everyone's kind of a germaphobe a little bit more. But all the young people, they're not fooling us, man. They're still out partying and shit. I know because we've been to bars, we've been to concerts. People still get it. Like it ain't nothing going on. Mm-hmm. You know. But the next day, all of a sudden, it seeps back in, I guess. And everyone's like, oh, you know, you're contaminating people. It's like, bitch, I've seen you at the concert. Yeah, no sure. mask. Yeah, for I mean, either way, at the concert, like, you're just around a bunch of people. You don't care. I thought you hella cared. Like, you know, that's where it's like, how hard do you want to cling to it? Yeah. You know, do what you can. We're all doing what we can. I'm doing what I can. I'm keeping certain distance. I don't cough or breathe on nobody, generally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I keep to myself more, too. 
Yeah. You know, and if I'm talking, usually I'm at least far. I mean, I'm not right up in your face and shit. Yeah. But I work at the hardware store, and people come right up in my shit, bro. Handing me their old toilet seat or some shit. It's got PP on it and bro, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? They're like, oh, here, I need this fucking yeah, toilet like, hose. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, fuck, yeah. man, this is off your toilet. I mean, like, I know you don't shit on this part, but at the same time, the bathroom is full of shit fucking molecules and shit in right, the air yeah. and all over everything. And if COVID's found in that, I'm touching this shitty COVID thing right here. Yeah. Like, do you not understand? Like, no. And you don't get paid more. And so after a while, you kind of realize. The reality I'm living in is not the reality that everyone else is viewing it. Yeah, it's sure. kind of like uh, like the medical system, I feel like. I want to believe in it, mm-hmm. right? Like UFOs, Bigfoot, right? I want to believe, bro, mm-hmm. but I just can't because I haven't seen actual evidence. No. I haven't seen fucking for sure shit that makes me go, for sure, bro. Yeah, it's, just sure. Spec- it's, it's, it's just speculation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. I want to believe that our medical system is good, but it's not what I've ever seen. It's kind of a shit show, and there's bad communication, and most of it's taking insurance money. Yeah, you know, sure. ching. You know, I, yeah. I, I you poor like thing. Just a way you to know, monopolize the medical system here in the U.S., bro. You know, um, I've studied other cultures like Chinese cultures and shit, and how they get rid of. Bro, I've seen weird ass shit, and I don't even know. Maybe it's fake, bro. But I've watched YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Where they pull fucking tumors out of people with just chants, bro. You know, like some weird shit. You know, and like Whoa. meditations, bro. That's kind yeah. of what really has got me down that path, bro. I want to do things more natural and like meditation. I don't mean to go too far into that, but. I've seen, like, a, there's this supposed to be, like, this fucking hospital deep in, like, the jungle of China, right? And they cure people there with no medicine, bro, just by doing chants. They meditate, bro. They do, like, strong meditations before, and then they cure people, bro. You know, like, they cure people that have cancer and stuff through meditation and just, like, chanting, like, some weird shit, bro, with, like, the power of the mind type stuff. Yeah. You know, and I think here in the U.S., We've gone the other way, bro, where we've, like, you know, everything's a science and, you know, you cure with a couple of pills or you got to do chemo and this, this and that, you know. It's just fucking weird, bro. And, it, and I mean, it's crazier, too, because the medical field, like, really got ramped up after World War II, after we, like, brought some of those Nazi fucking Germans yeah, over here to help clip, us with our science. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, and it's sure. crazy because it's, like... A lot of those methods are just normalized. Like, this is the medical field. Come into our office. Let us close the door. Everything's stainless steel, which definitely gets contaminated easier than copper does. But we're not (laughs) going to talk about that. Copper's valuable. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but the point is is it's all all industry. It's all lobbying. It's all a bunch of ugly shit. Kind of like with cannabis. Like that's it's really about someone that wanted their resource to prevail, so they were right. like, "That's the bad they plant," and this. then it got to this point where now it's like, l- like legally they're making tax money off of the state and shit, but they don't look at it as legal. Right. You're it's still up, you're still it? kind of doing something wrong. Yeah, for you know? sure. And you know what's fucked up that our parents were raised that way, bro. My mom was, you know, and she fucking sees me drinking a beer and it's fine, but it fucking I'm so I, grateful my dad smoked red. pot, bro. He uh, he was yeah. like 16, bro. He's he smoking that. pot in the fucking 70s, homie. And it was p- paranoia was high, bro. Like if yeah. if you were selling weed, like most likely the cops are going to find you and take you down. Like it's yeah. pretty wild times like they were doing crazy raids. And they still do raids all over the country and shit for shit like that. Well, that's what but back then it was intense, bro. The war on drugs fucking ruined everything in this country even further, in my opinion. That's another war we don't talk about. It's domestic, and it locks up a lot of people that really probably didn't need to be locked away for 20 years for having a baggie of something in their pocket that that makes them feel better. How do you feel about drugs, bro? You know, I got a phone in my pocket that makes me feel better when I want to feel distracted. Right. You know? How do you feel about drugs, Tyler? How do you feel about drugs? Some are are nasty, but most of them, I think... 
within reason, people should have the freedom to be able to enjoy that if that's what they want to yes, do. Yes, bro. Like me, bro, I don't like I don't smoke weed anymore, right? I don't really drink beer, bro. But I do like to take a fucking Norco, bro. Every you know, if I could, every night, if I could, you know, I get a medi- I get a prescription for it, bro. I have a prescription for it, you know. But I I feel like. I, I think drugs, all drugs should be legal across, like, if as long as they're regulated, too, you know, like, I mean, even, like, like, if you look at other countries, right, like, Portuguese and things like that, or is it Portuguese or Portugal or whatever? Portugal, yeah. Portugal, yeah. So, so I think, like, what, they, what they're doing is a step in the right direction, right, where they're legalizing a lot of drugs or they're decriminalizing a lot of drugs, because I think if you can go to the liquor store, bro, and you can buy yourself beer, bro, until you kill yourself... Which can kill you, you know, more than weed can. I don't think people die off fucking smoking too much weed, but they can die off drinking too much alcohol or even quitting alcohol, right? Yeah. And what's to say that you can't go to the store and get any, any other fucking kind of drug, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that... Yeah, like a ketamine tutor. Just go down and get some ketamine tutor yeah. real quick. And some places they do that. Like yeah. Washington, D.C., bro, uh-huh. that is the capital of the United States of America. Right. And in that city or whatever... Fucking decriminalize mushrooms and psychedelics and cannabis and all these things. Right. But yet, oh no. That's the scope, America, though, is everything's illegal. That's the American I like to live in someday, where it's like that all all across the fucking. But spectrum, I mean, decriminalization bro. is not legalization. Decriminalization no, is where saying, it's legal, like, oh, bro. it's technically not criminal anymore, but it, it kind of is, but it's not, right? right? Legalization now also opens up a field of industry to come take hold, and perhaps not for the better. And there's a lot of folks that I know that grow cannabis on the black market that agree that they feel that if. This gets to be too big and there's too big of companies that their only compensation is money and the regulatory the factors come in and the regulation becomes suppressant where maybe now they're not even providing necessarily the freedom of having multiple different strains. It might have to come from a certain seed bank, not right. just whatever breeds that these professionals have been doing. Right, you know, right, These right. are the fears of the cannabis industry that I see and I – and I really think that people that really work in that, I can imagine the fear that they have to you live think it through. Would get regulated too much if something like well, that. Well, I mean, so, tons of small grows have gotten shut down in California. We see it on the news like it's like glorified, like the cops are doing the right thing almost too. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. But like definitely, people fucking like don't get to make it anymore because if you're not a big, big, big grower, you're basically doing illegal shit. Is what they're looking at it like now and right. shit, which is dumb. But the reality is, is the big, big, big growers always end up prevailing same thing with tobacco bro same thing with most industries bro it's it's not necessarily monopolized but it's definitely kind of oligopolized when resources are valued and it's worth billions of dollars per year like you know there's especially governments they want a piece of that pie and honestly that's another factor we don't talk about a lot is taxation that we just kind of oh yep more taxes that's all good at what point can we only we literally only get to spend half of our money because the other half is going to taxes how is it even worth it almost at a certain point? When you're still driving down the road and there's, road and there's hella potholes, is how is it still worth it? You know, I thought this was going to good shit. And then it's like, well, I don't want to be selfish and like these roads need to be paved brand new because I paid my taxes all year. But I mean, our parents and everyone else's family and all these people, we're talking trillions and then we're trillions of dollars in debt. But we don't know how to fix home, you know, but we can go fight wars in another country, but we can't fix home. We can let the opiate crisis get out of control. That's an epidemic. That's a pandemic. And we did nothing about it. Hella people die. Hella innocent people get hooked. 
but we don't talk about that. Well, and then and then you see, and this is why I think like this is my opinion. This is why I think that all those kind of drugs should be legal because if not, people are still gonna get these these opiates on the black market. Bro, on the black market, yes, which is more than not, everything's laced with fentanyl nowadays, bro. I have a buddy, bro, that had a heart attack. Right, he had a heart attack maybe like six months ago. Right. He has this heart attack. All he was doing was coke, bro. And when the ambulance came and the paramedics came and they drug tested him, they found fentanyl in his system. They found meth in his system and cocaine in his system, bro. So it was all cut together? Yes, it was all cut with all this fucking cocktail of other shit, you know? That's why I think if, like, my opinion is, like, if it was more... maybe I I think you you kind of have a different opinion about it, like, being regulated, right? But if it was, like, coming from somewhere where we knew where it was coming from, and say, hey, you're getting coke... Like, I think, like, that would be the future that I like. That'd be the world that I like to live in. Like, bro. people it's could like, get Adderall from the doctor instead yes, of exactly. smoking this fucking weirdly made meth that's most likely cut exactly, with other things. Exactly, bro. Yeah. You know, if and I, which is the real downfall of most health conditions yeah, that are associated like, with like, amphetamines. Yeah, and, uh, bro, if we could go fucking to the store and buy a fucking drug, which is alcohol, bro, and, and get as fucked up as we want, you know, because they found a way to tax it and regulate it and whatnot, you know, why can't we do this with other stuff? Because the other shit is killing people, bro. This whole opioid epidemic that's going on bro a lot of it comes back to fucking cut shit that's cut with fentanyl and other drugs like that you know so that's why i stopped taking drugs that's why i said that not all drugs are created equally when Mm -hmm. i got in trouble back in the day it was because i thought it was like acid but it was not this was a completely different molecular structure and this shit was overdosed and this shit was out of control and i almost died multiple ways that night you know what i mean but instead you know, when you when you have something like that happen and you go all of a sudden to a party like like a year or two after that and people are doing coke and they're like, you want to bump? And I'm like, nah, man, I'm cool. And they're like, well, you don't like coke? And I'm like, no, bro. I just, no offense, I don't think that's actually cocaine. And then then it, then I'm a buzzkill. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You don't yeah. think my coke's good? I'm like, no, bro, I'm not saying that you don't know. I'm saying that the guy you got it from probably don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that you don't know your shit. I'm saying that whatever you've been told is lies for a long time, probably since you started doing that. Yeah, and, sure. and I could see the writing on the wall that that things will get cut and you don't know what it is. I told a story on the last podcast where like my fucking dad has a brother that's like fucking hella old and shit and like whatever, man. But he used to sell dope out of his mom's house and shit and make it and cut it with rat poison, G. And and joke about it saying they keep coming back like rats, you know. And it's like, what the fuck kind of mentality? How cold can you be? How can you be that closed off? Well, then obviously people up top that have the main control can cut it with whatever they want. Anywhere in that supply chain that is not regulated at all can be fucked with however anyone wishes. And that's what I agree. We're like, why isn't it kind of legalized at least – some kind of capacity because you're throwing some people in jail for having weed for like 20 years in their pocket when honestly it was good weed probably it was no harm no foul then you have people that'll get like the same charge for having coke that has fentanyl in it and all these other things when really all they wanted to buy was cocaine mm-hmm. you know now it's like oh well it was also this this and this inside there now you're almost labeled as a dangerous threat because who were you doing it with you could have killed other people too yeah. we're getting into this weird authoritative police state type thing that has been coming for a long time but i don't fuck with powders because you don't know what's in it and i would recommend heavily most people just i don't want to be like don't say no like all reagan-y but like don't i don't know don't don't fuck around you got to test it very minimally or something first like you know i don't know because most people they go straight to the bag like or whatever people get that dope bro they're like they're already tweaking the globy bro it's ready to go like you know they don't even think twice and all of a sudden heart attack fucking uh, boom on the ground dead bro for all we know like that's the kind of shit we're fucking with and even people now there's a scare about weed being contaminated with it right and to me all of this negativity 
is now I feel like shifting the focus on we have to continue the war on drugs because look at what could happen. And it's like, no, I think this is a product of the war on drugs. That's why this is happening. But it's being almost twisted and therefore we can give manufacturer consent to continue the war on drugs because we have to stop this. This is out of control further than we were getting close to, I feel like, in the last couple of years of realizing that needs to end. So that way those things don't keep progressing in that direction. And I really think that when you think about it logically, that's the better answer. And then cracking down harder, you know. Mm -hmm. And then it also increases the police state over time where now it becomes everyone's getting searched everywhere they go or something. No one likes that, bro. And that's not a free nation of any but have, kind. Have you seen? Yeah, it's, it's it's hard, bro, to say, you know, because I mean, have you seen the shit that's been going on with fucking like Portland, Oregon, and all that shit, bro? You know. Oh, it's a shit show. Yeah, and that's because they chose. Didn't, don't they have like a safe zone over there where there's no law enforcement that's allowed to police in that area? Yeah, know? dude, I don't understand. Like, I think that some people go di- dive off the fucking deep end with it, homie. You yeah, know, I swear, bro. thinking that humans are they're better than we really are, and also we have to be guided. If things like if changes like that are real, like it has to be guided properly too. It can't just be like boom, everything's fair game. Don't even trip, bro. There's no police around. Like it can't be like that. No, it but it also can't be like, dang, bro. I'm just walking down the street and I got pulled over and they fucking popped me, bro. Yeah. And I'm I'm already struggling. I'm already addicted. I need balance. help, but they're just gonna throw me in jail. And then when I get out, all I want to do is use again. Like yeah. you know, that's what most people feel like. Yeah. You know, that's not helping. That's not helping. Now you're in financial debt. Now your your woman might have left because you got locked up again for another case. You might lose your job because you couldn't show up the next day because you had to go to court or whatever the fuck, dude. It's fucked up, I think. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful fucked up fucking craziness. It, but it, at the same time, it's just like a, it's what makes us human, bro. You know what I mean? And but we I really need to assess our risk, be our risk, like compatibility as humans. And, and how much that plays into how we vote, how we want laws to be made that will never be changed. And we can't just have an emotional response to those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why sometimes talking things out gets the emotions out. And then you think logically, oh, okay. You know, I was just too amped up and I don't understand. So my brain's all fucking too much to understand. But instead, it's like, no, I've talked all that out now. And this is how I actually feel. I think that this is not a good idea. And I think, therefore, that's how I stand. Instead of just hearing something on the news and being like, yep, it's the Democrats. You know, like, what the fuck? I know we got a little sidetracked on everything as far as, like, politics and everything. But, um, like, what's up with you, bro? Like, tell me about yourself. You know what I mean? I want to know about you. Like, what got you into college and shit, you know? Like, yeah. what, what made you, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, you did a little bit of time before and stuff, and then you got out, and then you work at a hardware, Ace Hardware? Yeah. Like okay, and, and then what made you want to go to school? Was it, was it something dramatic or just, yeah. you know? I don't know, man. Like, I, I was, I remember in high school, like, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just knew one of my gifts was, like, I could talk to most people. I could always unite groups that usually wouldn't be united. Like, I could you know, those that. kind of things. For sure. But then, what the fuck do you do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I wasn't guided, I feel like. Otherwise, maybe I could have gone on and done great things somehow, like, you know, but I was, I feel like I wasn't guided. Plus, I didn't really know. Um, the main struggle was being able to get to school. And go home and finish homework and do extracurricular activities like sports and whatever. But then getting out of high school and shit, like I was trying to go to school because that's what I was told I was supposed to do. And I had to work because obviously fucking gas and all these things, you need money. Mm -hmm. So I worked at like a restaurant. Like I worked at the dollar store. I fucking hated those jobs. What restaurant did you work at? At Schoolhouse. Out in the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schoolhouse, restaurant, and tavern. That's pretty cool. It's an old schoolhouse. Yeah, for sure. It's haunted. I think they might be worked at. I don't know if you know Gerardo. 
Garcia. Yeah, I do. You know, I bro, do. That was like my best friend. No bro. shit. Yeah, I bro, do know him. Great, Ask him. Bro. I will. I do know him. I will. We go I'll back. Him, I like him a lot, bro. Oh, That's bro, crazy. He's awesome, bro. He's one of my best fucking friends. That's bro. crazy. I just actually went up because he's up at fish camp now. That's right? what he told me. Yeah. Yeah. I went up there and stayed out there in one of the cabins, bro, for my birthday this last uh, month that passed, bro. And I stayed up there, bro. He fucking bought my meal, fed me, filet me, and all bro, kinds of shit. Bro, I gotta go see him because he told me you gotta come up there. Like that's so tight bro. that guy's he guy told me like he i saw him at the harbor store right when he was leaving mm-hmm. yeah i was tripping out yeah that was he cool. was like yeah i'm going up right now and i was like fuck bro and he's like yeah i'll let you know how it goes or whatever you know that's, that's, that's why i asked you said i worked at a restaurant i was like Man, i wonder if this guy knows you yeah dude that's stuff. crazy bro hell yeah beautiful hell yeah, person, I know him. Bro. beautiful yeah he's person, a good soul bro, bro. he I, really I fucking, is that man changed my life bro. and he's like, smart bro oh he's very intelligent you know he's got great communication skills too, yeah and that's because he speaks from the heart bro yeah oh yeah for sure bro yeah I used to train a little bit too. I used to compete a little bit in boxing and shit, and uh, I would train with him sometimes. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, so you were saying that you? No, but I mean, I worked there, and then I fucking—I don't know, man. Like, I was just trying to figure out my place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I kind of thought, like, uh, getting high and using, you, you, you know, smoking weed or uh, getting into other drugs was a cool thing to do. Maybe mm-hmm. I was just too young and naive, and I didn't understand it. Which ultimately, I feel like, then led to like me still going to school but then stopping because I was struggling with like issues so then I wanted to smoke more cannabis because I felt like it helped with those issues but then it was looked at like I was using drugs when I felt like no this just helps Mm -hmm. you know I just kind of I feel like I would hang out with certain people that like kind of made it seem like drugs were cool and like maybe we were young and naive and drugs are actually they're all like cannabis where they they make you feel better and shit you know what I mean but not all drugs are created equal and they're not all for the same things and they're also for a lot of different things you know and I learned that and then that ultimately I feel like was kind of what how somehow I was you know kind of talked to and asked if I wanted to go do some some acid, you know, and I was like, yeah, I've never done that. I want to understand that more, you know, type of thing. I was open-minded, right, mm-hmm. which was good, but uh, I ended up, you know, getting in some trouble. I've talked about it on the podcast before, mm-hmm. and we could talk about it maybe another time, but, like, got arrested and shit. Apparently tried to fight some cops or some shit, wrecked my truck, tried to fight some cops or something, and they beat the shit out of me, but somehow I tried to hurt them. But whatever. Point is I went to jail, fucking had to like basically plea no contest, which is basically guilty but not saying it mm-hmm. um, because I didn't remember to some shit, get sentenced to doing like, you know, two and a half months in jail and then six months in a program where I was in a house where like people would come and go. People that really had serious drug problems, losing their kids, you know, have deep conversations with a lot of people too. Um, and and I think in those – at that time was where I feel like I had to transition and think about what am I actually doing here? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I wanted to know before, but I was like I have to actually step foot into what I'm supposed to be doing here, whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I, th- going to jail and all this stuff is not fun. I fucking hate it. I, I'm, I'm, I thought that I didn't like the world out here, but no – this is least free, yeah. you know. So now I have to, I have to move forward. I have to keep moving forward, or wherever direction that is. I have to keep learning shit. I have to not get too, um, too hermetic or whatever, and fucking want to hide away in the shadows. Like I don't want, I don't need to do that. I need to actually be like in the world somehow. Right. Kind of that my experience is here, you know. Mm-hmm. And ever since, I feel like then I just kind of kept trying to do real good at jobs, and then get paid the same, and then maybe get promoted, right? And then the business go bankrupt like fresh and easy like you know so i got all out of trouble and i was looking for a job and then i ended up working there and it was super cool kind of but it was like dang they went bankrupt and just left all their people like 
without a job and then so I had to find another job. Worked at a bank, fucking hated it. It was cool, but my manager was crazy, bro. Uh It was cool, but my manager was crazy. People hella left. People that worked there for like 10 years or more. They had families and shit because they couldn't take it. And they tried to tell upper management, but no one would listen. And they couldn't do anything. Yeah, bro. Grab me and be like, come here. Grab my arm. Be like, come here. And then we go into a room. Close the door. Fuck. What was that? I'm like, what? Yeah. Why did you call him bro? Yeah. I'm like... I'm pretty sure if I did, it was probably because he called me bro and I was just trying to reciprocate. Yeah, we're in rapport. But I generally try to say sir and I try to not make it like that. All right. And then she's just like, well, that's not good enough. Like you have to not say that. Like this is a job. Right. Like, you know, like all like, dang. Like I'm like, okay, I'm not just over here fucking around. Like, you know, I understand how serious this is. I got my hair in a fucking man bun because I had long hair. Like I care. <laughs> uh-huh. But multiple times kind of did shit like that and then did it on the wrong days. Like I wasn't performing enough. But it's like it's because I'm fucking depressed because I hate this job, mm-hmm. you know. So eventually I just left that job, bro. And then I worked somewhere else where I pretty much hated it. Managed a furniture department. Was really good at it. But it was like this is a shithole ultimately. Companies like this kind of suck ass. They don't have good systematic like approaches to stocking even they don't have good like oversight and possibility of actually expectations like actually possibly achieving what's expected you know things like that and so i went to the hardware store and i found a little family there you know and it's it's cool i feel like i actually help people and then beyond that i feel like i was like i got i'm i want to go to school again had a friend tell me, dude, you like all this plants and shit. Like, why don't you go to school for that? I'm like, nah, man, but school's kind of whack and shit. And like, I'm just trying to survive. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to move up in the world. I want to be able to financially take care of whatever's to come. And I don't know if I have gas for it. And then he's like, no, dude, you're really good at this. It'll come easy. You're fucking smart and all this stuff. And then help me sign up for classes. So then I started taking plant science classes and I took all of them. And then I finally started taking general ed classes that I already took for a couple years when I first got out of high school, like I said. But then I stopped going for like five years, bro. And then got back into it, started taking hard classes, bro, like soils and shit. That I'm like, dang, I don't even know. But the reason why I liked plants, I guess, is a part I left out. Because over all those years while I was like, you know, trying to carry on my life and stay out of, stay okay on probation and keep working, you know, Mm -hmm. and have a good home life and stuff. I was gardening, bro. It was a therapy, bro. I fucking love growing plants. I love seeing shit grow. I love knowing what makes things grow and how, when to plant things. Like, you know, it's a knowledge that's really like primal and innate. And I think most people would get really into if they could do it instead of doing it like virtually. Like I grew my broccoli because I went out and hit the button and it watered. Like you have to actually know how much water and when and all these things for certain factors. And so then I'm like, well, dang, I could, I could go to school. I could be good at that. I like this. And then started taking all the plant science classes and knocked them all out. But then now I don't know if I necessarily feel like that's what I should do for a living because I'm good at it and I like it, but it's so meaningful to me versus like, I'm really good at communicating. I'm really good at telling people what they need to fix their fucking toilet. That's all shitty. And you gave me the part and handed it to me, you know? Right, right, right. So that's where you're at in your life right now? No. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know. Then I went and worked in research for agricultural stuff. It was super tight. Um, but then the pandemic happened, and, like, it seemed like I was always alone all the time. Uh, the University of California is a great place to get educated, I guess, but it's also, like, very bureaucratic, and it made me turned off to the whole system kind of, and I just didn't want to work for that system anymore. Mm-hmm. The lab I was in was great. The people were great, and I felt like we were always separated, and it could be less great then. And I was feeling like alone all the time and it was like not normal. Obviously, we were all going through abnormal times. So that's when I feel like I was really not doing too well. 
And we're all told to just not go anywhere and stay inside and shit. And then I took a job that didn't work out that I was busting ass for. And that didn't work. So I ended up going back to the hardware store. Then I started working at the college at the same time because I wanted to help give back. Like I like working at the hardware store because it's part of the community. I wanted to work at the pantry because I thought, oh, isn't that cool? We get to give away free shit to the students, like free food and shit. And I've been here and I've I've left with good stuff. And, and it was super cool too. Like, you know, it, and I, I honestly wish I didn't leave that because it was kind of cool. It kept me on campus and stuff. But campus was so depressing lately, bro. Yeah. You it's know? not fucking, it's like a quarter of the people that are there. Like not everyone comes there. in and talks like you would talk to me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Everyone's just like, hey, huh, how's going? And okay. I have to force myself to, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I have to force myself to hey, say hi to this guy, you know, because naturally I just kind of I think maybe it's because of these phones what these phones have been doing to us you know well we're socially distant bro. Yeah. literally I think it's like to I don't want to bother them I yeah. don't want to annoy them I don't want to say the wrong thing but it's like you gotta yeah. say something man yeah. we're here like, anxiety's you know? up anxiety's through the roof and you come in and you're like fuck what do I say and then you know what though it just takes like maybe a minute or two to come out of that you know what I mean yeah but yeah, I, and I, it's normal, I think, because there's so many people going around us, anyways, bro. There's so much going on. We're driving and shit all the time. Maybe it's better that we're not like so, like uh, always so, like into everyone's story or everyone's conversation or everyone that you pass by. You don't have to start a conversation with. You know what I mean? It'd be too overwhelming. It's not possible. You know. You and honestly, maybe for a long time, it's been like that for humans. You know, we're usually traveling groups and shit. There's a lot, usually a lot of them wherever we're living. It's not just one. You know. Sure. That's cool, bro. I just uh, I, I just wanted to ask you, like, well, you know, what made you come to school? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, well, I was really inspired by plants. I really think that there's something that are everything. Literally, without them, there are no animals. There, there are no insects. Yeah. Without them, there's no ecosystem that we rely upon that for everything that we've come to this day to exist upon, and we want to almost go into a virtual space instead. Yeah, you know, sure. and act like it's all polluted. It's all poison. Not all of it. There's yeah. still a lot to be done here. Yeah, you know. Sure. And we come from it. And honestly, without it, there wouldn't be no animals to eat, too. So that goes for meat eaters, you know what I mean? Like me. Like, you know, if there weren't no fucking plants that we learned how to fucking farm to feed the cattle, there would be no meat because there would be no cows because there'd be no fucking – they'd run out of land. They'd run out of grass, you know? Yeah, it's nice to get back to the organic stuff, you know? So it's, like, super meaningful to me. And then also, like, I see most of the the company industry part of agriculture, and it's kind of, like – to me, it's cool, but it's it's how we're going to maintain feeding the world. And some of those things are absolutely necessary, but some things that make me sick to my stomach because it's like, man, we just keep going in this direction. We're going to end up with nothing to fix it. How, how far can we genetically modify things in a certain way to where we can never fix that problem? Like if it if becomes a problem, you know, like bananas, bro. There's only one type of banana that's all comes from the same clone that we eat. Mm-hmm. Like... It's the only one that still is resilient that was essentially created genetically by breeding tactics in labs and shit. And once that was a successful uh, breed that is tolerant to this certain type of fungus, then it was grown all over the world wherever they grow bananas, you know. Close to the But they're all the same breed. There's, there's no diversity. Like almonds, every row is different. For Each three rows is a different. There's padre, there's nonpareil, there's fucking whatever. There's a pollinator species. There's a mix. Damn, bro, you really they have to fuck, shit, bro. bro. They have to fuck to make the babies, which we eat, you know, yeah, sure. the fruits and shit, you know. 
But instead, like that, all those bananas are the same. And honestly, the fungus is now starting to work on them too. And then we have no backup. So if there's no bananas in the next five years, we'll be like, that's why. Even if we don't talk about it, like that's why. But are bananas absolutely necessary to be worldwide? Like, no, they're not. They don't grow worldwide. You know, same thing with almonds. Like almonds are cool, but how much fucking almonds does California need to grow? Almonds are cool, but damn, like, you know. Same thing with orange trees. Our, our oranges, like, they're not native to this area, right? No. They were brought here or something. From Asia. Like that, right? Yeah, yeah something. and that's wild. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's only so many places you can grow citrus. And that's, this is one of them. You know, we're in the fruit basket. It's super cool. But then, of course, with along with that comes huge industry because of it. And that comes along with, you know, companies like Monsanto and shit. Yeah. That comes along with, you know, uh, what's that company called? Shell, DuPont. Done sketchy, terrifying yeah. things. Yeah, palm that's why I really appreciate palm wonderful what you do even. with your plants. You, you know, know, you give them like your same natural stuff. You know what I mean? Plants like, are one thing. Plants will be stuff. fine, but now the water supply. Now we're talking water supplies contaminated. Quality of air is contaminated. Um, certain things are, you know, great, but at a certain level, when we have so much of the same crop and it requires the same type of thing, like 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 a good example that most people could relate to. So almonds are really good, right? But you know, every time in August. When they start shaking and you're driving down 99 and you can't fucking see anything, that's all dust in the fucking air like a dust bowl type shit. But it's because it's been done, being done by a machine. Shaking the fuck out of each tree, sweeping it up into a, a row all the way down the row, letting them sit there for a day or two. And then another vacuum sucking them up and putting them into a truck. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that's how we actually produce that. But there's an incredible displacement of soil, which is not good. And I think opinion. we overproduce. But we overlook that about... because it's fine. And I'm not saying that we have to not have that. This is how we do it. I think it's cool. I think it's dope that we've came to this level where we know how to do things on an, in an industrious fucking way. But it, it also has an offset to the ecosystem because there used to be oaks. There used to be native grasses. And, and maybe it's the fate that like that all stuff was going to die out anyways. But instead, we, we plant monocultures. Like, feet, like as far as you can see, tomatoes, bro, on the west side. And there's no water over there. And we're just going hella fucking tomatoes for like a mile. And you're just like, holy shit, this is what feeds the world. But it's also like, yeah, but that being said, this is all the same breed planted at the exact same time, given the same exact amount of water, each one of them, like little, like little, like machines, you know, and it's cool. But then now you're trading off a lot of genetic diversity, which has to do with nutrients and actual health that we eat the fruit for. You know, yeah, it looks good on the shelf, but if there's not as much vitamin C in it, then why are we eating it? It's just filler. Yeah. Yeah. It's a distraction. I think we overproduce, bro. I don't know. We do. A lot of shit gets fuck, wasted bro. as yeah, fuck, exactly. bro. Like seventy-five percent of the food in your household gets thrown away. You know what I mean? And and what I do is all the scraps and all the parts you don't eat, like you cut off the ends of the cucumber or whatever. I feed that shit to the chickens, bro, oh, and they love it. So they convert it. That's another part of the ecosystem. It, they'll eat this shit and then poop it out, and then it becomes dirt and it becomes great Nitrogen, nutrients. Huh? Yeah. Okay. It's crazy, you know? Same thing with worms, bro. Like I'll feed certain things to the worms if I have some bad greens going. I'll put them in the little worm bin I got going on. And they'll come up, bro, and and it'll be gone. You'll see all the greens, and then like a week or two later, all it is is black. uh, looks like coffee grounds. But it's because they ate it, pooped out while they're doing this over and over all day long. They're active. That's cool. It's what you'd see underneath the ground if you could see it, you know? But we don't. We look at it like it's just dirt, and we need to walk on it. But like once you plant certain houses and put a fucking parking lot all across this plot of land, ain't ain't nothing going to be grown on that for a long time, you know, at least decades. I mean, shit, I don't know. With compaction and the way that we just do things like we're not thinking of later because 
right now we have to be okay. Right now we have to make money. Right now we can't let the economy slip in despair. But like, you know, we put a lot of things off. Like we're writing checks that we can't later cash in the future, yeah. you know. The carbon footprint. And we know that. Even if it's not carbon, it's just everything, bro. It's like there's only so much soil. The more that it's being, you know, antibioticized, you know, it's being sprayed with certain things that just make things not grow. It's fucking weird over time. That's just there's the ecosystem is not flowing anymore. For you to go and take out parts of an ecosystem almost. Even like with pesticides, the biggest issue people just go, oh, it's chemicals, it's nasty. It's like, no, it's also offsetting the ecosystem. You have pistachios for miles and there's certain bugs like the navel orange room that fucking love pistachios. So then you have to always spray for that bug mm -hmm. because otherwise it's a feeding frenzy, you know? So that being said now, not only are there not natural things that would normally grow here. You're killing off everything. But you're also killing the few bugs that can live here because they want the crop. So then there's nothing. And then along with that, you're not just killing the bug you were trying to kill. You're killing all the other ones, some of them beneficial, some of them that actually hunt that bug. And now you have no backup. You have to spray. There's no other option. There's no other bugs living in the field. You know what I mean? That idea we need to move away from. But it's still generally the predominant way that we feed the world. But there's people, dude, out there doing great work. They're trying to change that. You know, and it doesn't mean that it has to change overnight and it's not gonna, obviously. But I mean, if we make transitions at scale, then we can maintain certain shit. But scale is always the biggest issue, no matter what. That's why if anyone could just go grow some shit this spring, do it. Just grow a few things out. and then check it out. Just, you know, grow some tomatoes, let them ripen on the vine, pick it and eat it with your salad that night. And be like, I bet you, I bet you, you'll be like, that's a good fucking tomato. Yeah. You'll be yeah, super happy with yourself. And shit, yeah. I really, you know? I think I'm gonna do something like that, bro. I got a good section in my backyard, bro. Yeah, it could be small too. Like you can get a lot of shit packed in a small area, but you also could just do it for fun, just to like reminisce and be like, wow, like you know, uh, how different this is than coming from and picked early in a field, yeah, you know, sure. and then put in trucks and then shipped to a cold storage where then they they fill the fucking storage place with ethylene gas to ripen the fruit faster. So this is like no longer like actually happening in real time we're like trying to pause time with fruit and shit and 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 keep it good longer right and all these things and also we select varieties specifically that can last longer on the shelf so we trade off a lot of nutritional quality for whatever lasts on the shelf the longest you know so that way we have less waste we're trying to minimize it but also like we're trying to minimize waste but then we're also not being you know getting the right nutrients through those those varieties you know yeah for sure bro Man, bro, you got a wealth of knowledge, bro. I'll tell you that much, yeah. bro. I like talking <laughs> about my mind that shit, too bro. Much, bro. Today, shit. Thank you, Tony Padilla, bro. My man, thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. I'm super glad we got to talk. Thank you, listener, for tuning in, because I wouldn't be here without you. See, we need each other in these crazy times. We're all just... Feeling lost on a daily basis is all, I think. But what's really important is to find ourselves when you have better conversations and you talk to a wide range of people. We have a selection. We're super diverse here in the States. Let's get it on, bro. We got to talk. We got to have them good conversations. We got to have that iron sharpening iron so that way we can hone in maybe more on a, a more symbiotic future. Meaning, hey, you need me. I need you. We're all in this together. Why don't we help each other get there? Let's help each other's lights shine brighter. What a brighter world it would be. Am I right? 
Like I said, there's Symbiosis Now podcast stickers out there. If you want one, hit me up, give it to you for free. Go check out the sponsor of the show, Alfredo Vargas, over there at Academy West Insurance, 6383800. Call him up. And thank you to everyone around me who's been a great support group and helping me stay motivated in this life. Thank you to the listener, like I said, for making the show what it is. Thank you, Tony, once again. And here we go, folks. Onward to another one. I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. The beat you were about to hear was created by Roy OG, fan and guest of the Symbiosis Now podcast. (laughs) 